and we are live. Hey, Concrete, what's up, Rue? What's <laughs> goody? What's happening? What's happening? How y'all doing? Outstanding. How are you? Uh, I'm straight. I'm straight. <laughs> Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. It's a lot going on in these YouTube streets. I am excited for this show because we are about to dive into the fact or the question as to whether or not these Black Negroes need to stay out of Black women's business. So I am excited about the show. Uh, I am. I am. I am. Um, how have uh, both of your weekends been thus far before we get off into it? Rue, go ahead. Oh no, mind being straight, man. I'm waiting for all um, these playoffs, the NBA playoffs to come on and start, man, because you know we've been waiting for a while for this type of stuff, right? But everything else has been good, right? Um, feeling good. What about you guys? I am doing really, really good. I am really, really excited about this interview. Um, I thought we would have had this interview out of the way months ago, like literally months ago, but um, I'm just happy to be here. It's a good day. It's a really, really mm -hmm. good day. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Absolutely. I've had a dope weekend, too. Um, I have been back home, so I'm able to get a lot of things done that I need to get done. I, I want to come on here. My goal is to be able to come on the show one day and not seem as though I'm so busy. But um, mm -hmm. I've had a productive weekend and I was able to get out and have a little fun. So, yeah, I've, I've had a pretty good weekend. No complaints. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay, okay, well, good, good, good. Um, Rube, tell us about you and your channel and everything what you focus on. Man, my channel is just a really a chill, it's a chill channel, right? Like a lounge, all right? People, you know, really ain't no, I don't have no major, no, or a certain type of content. It's just people come over and we just talk about all kinds of stuff, right? All kind of okay. crazy things, right? So, yeah, yeah. But I am, I'm looking forward to, uh, I'm looking forward, I'm interested in getting on these. I ain't gonna say these guys per se, but I really want to tell some of these guys to mind your business, man. Stay out these women business, dog. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it don't make you look, it don't make you look good meddling in women's business. But I understand why some do. But you got it. I, I wait my turn. Go ahead. Well, okay. you know what? That's the one thing. That's the one reason why we knew this would be a good subject to talk about with Rue because, like, he pulls no punches. For those of you who do not know. Rude does not bite his tongue. He says whatever is on his mind. Uh, and we absolutely love that. And we couldn't think of a better person to, to have this dialogue with. So um, this is going to be a good one, y'all. Yes. And Rude is definitely an equal opportunity um, ass whooper. So it's not like um, he's going to come over here and sugarcoat it for the women. And he's going to or sugarcoat it for the men, you know, so that's what has me excited about it. Um, I try to do things the same way. I don't know if I'm as successful, but he's definitely goals in that aspect because he going to get it. So I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. He's far more. And, and so are you. <laughs> more direct than i am so but i absolutely mm -hmm. love it i'll be uh having my mic on mute while i'm over here dying like get they tails <laughs> regardless of who the person is i absolutely love that unfiltered uh truth so yeah this this is gonna be good look at the chat already cutting up but um hey, you want to kick it off panty listen yes, they, we ain't even started they ain't heard nothing yet right 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 
Um, Rude, so do you think that black men are in too are too involved in women's business? Um, if, if as it pertains to beauty, well, uh, I want to talk about the beauty aspect of it first. Do you think they're yeah. too involved in that in that aspect? I'm glad I'm glad you mentioned the beauty part, all right? Because look, look, look. I've asked guys, I've told these black guys, right? It's, it's, it's for us to really, we need to invest more into the black woman's beauty, right? Stop stop complaining about it because it makes you hypocritical when you know that when women do get dolled up, when they get real jazzy and stuff, right? That that's, It's very sexy when they do it. It's just, I'm just going to be truthful with you ladies, right? Some guys don't feel like you are actually his woman when you get too fly, right? A woman can go from being normal looking to just jazzy within a matter of two hours and you can go from being a dude's girl to like a rich man's girl. Like that's the way it looked like. See me, me, my thing is when you look at the hair weave, the makeup, all that, when a woman beautifies herself, man, the shit turn you on. It does. You can't tell me you are a heterosexual man and you don't get turned on when you go out to the club or when you go out and you see these women on Instagram or Snapchat or whatever, or even on YouTube and they really beautify contouring themselves. You can't say that that shit is not cute, it's not fine, it don't make them look better. The thing is, it, 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 it intimidates a lot of men. Understand this, ladies, understand this, right? When a woman mm -hmm. do have the quote unquote the weave and the makeup and she got a, a nice outfit on, he know he can't be a broke ass type of guy stepping to her and try to get her to take him serious, right? And I think a lot of guys don't mm. want to be intimidated in that kind of way. They want to be able to have the access to you and not feel like you're going to turn down off real, you know what I mean? So what about the guys that, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Concrete. No, I'm sorry. I just want to highlight something that Rude just said. So do you think, is that why there's so much focus? I mean, we had like an entire week recently where there was all this focus on women's weave and, you know, body yeah. modifications and things of that nature. Is it because of the fact that that's, that some men are intimidated by a woman who's all dolled up and they don't have what it takes to, to approach her? It's a, it's intimidation. And yeah, you know, you know, guys don't really, work on a conversation with women, right? A lot of guys have a hard time conversing with a woman. So me, I don't have a problem. If I actually like what I like and I like you, I don't have a problem speaking to you, let alone starting a conversation with you and continue the conversation with you and keeping your attention for however long, right? Some guys struggle mm -hmm. in their department. You understand me? So yes, it is. So if you're going to really look good on top of him lacking the ability to converse with you, well, that's going to be a problem because you're dealing with men who want a chance. And shout out to ARC. What's up, ARC? I see you, man. You want you got you dealing with a bunch ARC. of guys. Uh, bad, you bad. Oh, sorry. You you dealing? No, no, my bad, my bad, ladies. You got it. Oh, uh, you dealing with a bunch of men who just want that chance to be able to have access to the quote unquote bad chick, one of the finest chicks. You know, you know, pretty much flaunt this fine chick amongst other men. Like, hey, man, that's you, bro. Yeah, that's you. you know what I'm saying niggas want that, and a lot of guys don't know how to go about getting that. You see what I'm saying? So, so yeah, this intimidation. You, mm -hmm. So, okay. When you talk about the women, I kind of want to dive okay. off into the types of women that you're referring to. Um, okay, so you're talking about going out club setting um, or being out on the scene and you seeing like bad chicks walking around and yeah. stuff like that. And you're saying that the guys are intimidated by that. Got it. Okay. Um, do you think that that's a certain type of chick? And would you say that that's the chick that most men are attracted to? Of course. Of course. It's always a certain type, right? Normally the Instagram type, the model mm -hmm. type, right? Those, those are the mm -hmm. ones that if a man could actually have his way, he'll, he'll go for that. 
The thing is, those women are too beautiful. They're too sexy. They're not going to give all their time to one guy. And a lot of guys understand that. So, But if you could get you an IG model and make her your wife, you wouldn't look no further. It is what it is. Got you. Got you. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to ARC. Hey, Alan Roger Kurt. Now, hey, ARC. Uh uh-uh, uh, Concrete. Don't you, ARC, we got a, a bone to pick with you. Now, Concrete, we didn't even oh. make the honorable mentions list off of ARC's uh, top 10 YouTubers, but he talked about influence and sales. So I don't know if we did that, but I'm just saying. <laughs> oh. Um, oh, mm-hmm. so we got beef with ARC? Girl, we beefing with everybody. Um, you know I rock with ARC. Like I haven't seen him in the chat in a while. I'm happy to see him down there, and I, I appreciate him showing us some support. That's true. I'm always, you know, I'm always pu- pushing for more. Um, but he says I can't stay for the entire stream. But props to the young brother Rude Imp. Earlier this year, Rude destroyed a certain 50, 52 year old black man. On YouTube, told his ass, told his penguin looking ass up. Yeah, exactly. Told his ass short. He couldn't do shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I see this. This. Hey, but do you ladies hold on? Do you before we continue? Do you ladies agree with me when I say this? Right, like you know, like when you look at fashion, when you look at like the mall, right? The mall always called the mall a woman's second home. Do you agree with that? That the mall is a woman's second home. The second home. If if, it was, if she had it her way, the mall would be her second home. I think oh, that, that's fact. how it yeah. was a few years ago. But like most women are online shopping now. Okay, okay, okay. All right, right. Well, it's the same. It's the same thing, right? You shopping. Well, I mean, shopping. Right, you going right, to right. you shopping? Yes. All right, all right then. So it caters to the woman. It caters to kids, not so much men, but really the women for the most part. And like I say, women. Can be just a you can be a regular looking chick. You can have a nice physique. You can be cute in the face, but you can go from being just regular to just a bad chick, right? Not too many That's men so can true. say that. Like, like you know, it's certain suits you can wear or certain clothes a man can wear, so he can become regular and become just a a hell of a looking guy, right? No homo, but it's not so much. Men don't put time into the mall or to looks. You know, men are well groomed to a certain extent, but it's not. We don't do it the way women do it. So, like, it is intimidating. I just want you to understand that. It's, it's intimidating. It, it makes a man feel like, well, God damn, you know what I mean? Like, okay, well, I knew you the other day. You didn't look like this, but now I can't even, I don't know what the fuck to say to you. I'm excuse me. I don't know what to say mm. to you. I don't even that's know. A, that's yeah, a good point because like mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it is almost like uh, men that push the notion that, you know, women, a woman needs to be all natural, no makeup, yeah. no weave, no nails, no eyelashes, no nothing. Yeah. It's almost as if, though, when a woman is like that, a man feels like he can take her down a few pigs. But when you all yeah. dialed up and dressed to the nines, it's kind of like they can't touch you. So it's like yeah. it is kind yeah. of almost like they use it as a way to kind of put a woman in her place. So yeah, but see, the natural... The natural concrete road, let me say, right. the natural, all right, I agree that you want a man to get to know you in your natural state. And then when you do get fly, you know what I mean? You get fly after the fact, not introducing yourself as a woman who's, who's make, you know, got a bunch of makeup, got a bunch of weave in your hair or whatnot, or you just really just over the top. And then he see you in your natural state and then he don't, he's not really prepared for that. So if, if a guy's looking at it from that perspective, I can agree with the men on that. But if you just want a woman to be humble so you can really 
you know, had your way with her, then I don't agree with that part. But the thing is, this, but peep this too, though, ladies, right? All right. I would tell black women not to necessarily get so fly around a lot of black guys unless they're going to actually invest into your beauty. Like, like me personally, right? It'd be women mm -hmm. I used to talk to a long time ago, right? If I wanted her to look a certain way or if I wanted her to get her nails done a certain way, me, I'm a sucker for uh, uh, women with French tips on their fingernails and on their toenails, right? Well, I would actually pay for that. And she'll actually get it done and she'll come and see me and I will enjoy her just based on me spending $60, $70 on her, you know, getting her nails done like that, right? The same rules apply for her getting her, getting her hair a certain way. If a, if a, if a man like a, a woman to have her hair a certain way, he should be able to pay for that. But if a guy feel like he don't want to pay mm. for that, I don't think I don't think you owe that to him to look that kind of way around him. You see know what I'm saying? Only yeah, but that's another reason why they would be intimidated uh -huh. because the upkeep of a woman like that's considered high maintenance. If you think about the cost of hair and nails and makeup and toes and yeah. like that could be, you know, if a man ain't on his on his stuff, if he ain't yeah. on his p's and q's and he don't have it like that, dating a woman like that, you already calculating how much money you are gonna have to spend in order for her to keep it up. That's true. That too. That's true. That too. That too. But look, though, I, I think a lot of you ladies, y'all don't, y'all don't play fat, though. I'm gonna tell you why. Because when y'all come to the it? table, I'm gonna show you what I mean, right? When you come to the table, I think a lot of you guys are afraid of letting a man know that it's gonna take for him to actually keep you up for for why you need to be with him, right? Like I think that's really lightweight shit for why you're dealing with a grown man, not 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 high school, <laughs> not a high school kid. Like when you're dealing with a man past 25, let's say 30, 35. Oh, I think a woman owe that to a man, right? You're supposed to come and tell a man exactly how you feel about how you want to be kept up by him, by him, not you, but by him. Let me ask so while you, you are this, giving him time of day. Go ahead, go Let ahead. me ask you this. Do you feel go like ahead, enough women ask men for money nowadays? Um mm. you, you you I don't I don't think they ask. Look, it's a way you ask for it, right? You right. have to make it, you have to make a man feel good about giving you the money, but he has to feel like it's gonna be a benefit. For why he's gonna give you the money. So that means if you're going to, if you wanna, I say you fashion over, like you women on that fashion over and she in type stuff, right? Cool. All right. Well, you let a man know that when you when he buy it for you, you're gonna try it on for him. Like he got to feel good for why he's gonna buy it. But you ask him for a hundred dollars or for five hundred, and there's no really no good reason. That's not, I don't think that's a good thing because like, okay, well, why you ask for five hundred? And you don't really have no reason for asking for it, right? But if you got a good reason, a lot of guys would break bread if you told him how to break the bread or if you showed him why he need to break the bread for whatever reason. You know what I'm yeah, yeah. That's it. Now, so, interesting. So, so just asking for money, it makes you like you're just begging. Right. Yeah. I actually think that that is a good approach. Um, one thing that I think that men like, that's why I always talk about women should know kind of how to play up their femininity more. And they don't understand the power of being in your feminine energy. And that's not a that's not a, a weakness at all. But like let it asking your man, like, how do you look or how he likes something or, you know, sending yeah. him a picture of something that maybe you're trying on. Let's say you're in sacks yeah. and you trying on a dress and it's beautiful, but it's more than what you want to spend. Sending it to him, especially if it looks good on you and you look snatched, he might just ring your cash app with whatever the dress costs because you look wow, so beautiful. That is facts, facts, yeah. facts. That's all facts. Hold on, hold on, lady. Hold on, ladies. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. So you got to have a certain man for that, right? And you talking about a sugar daddy? Look, get you a sugar daddy. Yo, Wait, husband, listen, yo, Rude, you don't think the husband. age of the sugar daddy is over? 
They say nah, the sugar daddy more money out. I'm a sugar daddy in training, ladies. What the fuck, babe? You took y'all to be a sugar daddy. A sugar well, daddy. No, I'm is waiting. Over you're a sugar days. daddy in training. By, by forty. <laughs> by, hold on, by forty, right? By forty. By forty, huh? I said I want to be a sugar daddy by forty. That's too young to be a sugar daddy. That's not. That's not oh, too young, country. You doing the Lord's like, You a sugar daddy to a nineteen year old? Like, I mean, so, all right, 20... that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's like a 24 year old, like me. I'm forty. I'm fucking with them women under twenty five, man. That's sugar daddy. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. What I'm saying, what I'm saying, look, in order for you to call, like while you in the mall and you calling and you want a guy to hit you up because you got an outfit, you want to actually, you want him to purchase and he just send you the money right there. That sugar daddy shit, that's not husband shit. Husbands are stingy than them up. They stingy. <laughs> listen, no, they're not. not. I'm going to tell you, no, they're not. But I'm listen, I, have to, I, I, I actually have a question for you. I think that what's this up, is up? so interesting. I wanted to know, okay, so we get uh, a lot of men in this space critiquing the femininity of Black women. And I wanted to know if it's hypocritical for men to critique uh, the, the, the femininity of black women and or tell black women what's deemed feminine and class and create this whole classification system for, you know, what's feminine and what's not. When as women, we're constantly told that we can't say what's masculine and what's manly. Um, does that I mean, make the men in this space hypocrites? Can men define I, I, yeah, what's it, feminine? It's hypocritical. And when it's hypocritical, and let me give you my definition of, of, of a feminine woman, right? Uh, you hear a lot of guys will say that a woman, quote unquote, she's masculine when she's, let's say, talking noise or she's cursing or she's defending herself. She's masculine, right? All right, that could be that. But feminine, in my opinion, femininity is you have you as a woman, you have the ability to bring people together. Like folks enjoy actually being around you. So it doesn't matter if you a woman who talk your little shit, right? You, all right, cool. I was raised around a bunch of women who talk shit, but they had the best heart, and we know they talk shit, but yet. You come around them, they always fishing you a meal, they let you stay in the house if you need to, right? You know what I mean? So, but they always just talk their little shit. But they was that was feminine because they had the ability with their charm to bring people together. Folks who don't even like each other, they'll bring these folks together. Mm. So, so when, when when you hear brothers on YouTube or men, period, when they want to try to say or oh, what what's feminine when it comes to a woman, they leave that part out. They want to make it seem like you don't have the right to actually talk. To a man or say anything to a man or let alone get into it with a man or get out of line with a man and they want to say well you're not being feminine they say that just simply for you to pipe down right you understand right right mm-hmm. Yo. so if you, if you uh, have the ability if anyone you ladies if y'all got the ability even right now right to where family members come together because of you you are very much feminine that's femininity people enjoy you like that they, they'll, they'll let bygones be bygones because you two told them to right you see what i'm saying and they come right. and they just sit amongst each other because of you two. You running people off, now, you scaring people point. off. Yeah, you running people off, you scaring people off. Folks don't want to be around you. Now, of course, now a guy can say, well, you're not feminine because folks don't even want to be around you. I think that's a good point, Ooh. Ruth. I think that's I very think so interesting. Man, don't I think to be because you, with me, you dived into another <laughs> level of femininity that's not <laughs> talked about. Or not even considered. I've never heard anybody really consider that aspect of femininity, um, especially within this space. You know what I mean? Um, I'm gonna read the super chat. Shout out to Sean. He so he said, uh, I'm supposed to be turned on by a woman with fake nails and a pound of makeup on her face, <laughs> laughing my ass off. 
Um, thank you, Stop, Sean. Sean. And Rude, I did um want to ask you. So, what if mm -hmm. men are just saying that they're just not turned? A lot of men say that they're just not turned on by that. Is that big cap? And that's that's cap because I'm telling you though, if those women, them same women, gave me the time of day, let alone let me hit it, them niggas would be mad at those women. You see what I'm saying? We talking about these same women with you know who who they 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 natural, they look good natural, and they jazz it up, right? They dolled up there. And they don't want to fuck with these guys. They don't want to mess with these guys who talk this. I don't want to mess with you if you got fake hair, fake nails, and makeup on. But yeah, if they came my way, right? These same bad chicks, and they let me hit it. These niggas would be mad as hell at these women for letting me hit it. But they didn't want it, right? Let them right. tell it. That's how you know it's capping. You y'all didn't want it. I told you guys I didn't have a problem hitting it or messing with the chick, right? Because I know what she looked like when she take the weave and the uh, makeup off. But you guys didn't want to look past that. You guys just want to focus on the the woman beautifying herself, and if that didn't turn you on, then why are you mad at her for letting me get it? Why? Mm. But look, I don't want you ladies to be agreeing with me, man, if y'all don't agree with me, you know, because I'm up here, you know what I mean? I know I fool with y'all. Y'all no, fool with me. No, but, no, no, no. You know, uh, we, 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 we grown and old women, so, you know, we, we I think we <laughs> got past the page of just agreeing just to agree. Um, Absolutely. Don't say what they gonna say anyway, so <laughs> might as well keep it a book. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, okay, so with black being so yeah. involved in black women's business, do okay. you think that is a cue to take back control of the black community? Um, you gotta put your money behind that. Like you, you can't just talk this, I wanna be in your business, I wanna care about you, uh, let's say uh who you getting pregnant by, who you you know, your abortion, you know, child support, alimony, and all that. You gotta actually investing money in the quote-unquote black community right and i said this a while back that black men don't really care about the black community not like that not like that no matter what they say they really don't they feel like they have actually arrived mm -hmm. and they really want to move forward right move on because like the black community which represents pretty much the struggle if you want to look at the, the overall gist and the big picture of the black community it's really like the struggle right these these yeah. negroes don't really want to go back to the struggle like you got women, you got women, listen, you got women who can make money like men. Therefore, these women don't really need men like that. Not like that, other than for sexual companionship. Other than that, you know, mm. you can't take this really back to your granddaddy in them days in the 50s to where your your grandmother, she just really sat on her, you know, on her butt. Or let's say she, she worked around the house and did what she had to do while the man worked, right? So if you're talking about now you want to meddle in women's business, well, well you got to put some money on it, right? So like what you're saying. If 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 you have a problem with the kind of boys that these women are raising, then it's time for these black men to put some money together, right? To form a youth football or basketball league or just some type of outreach to where you can save these particular boys. So therefore, now you have one-on-one -on -one, a personal relationship with the mothers. So now you make and tell the mother what to do if that's the case. Because a lot of women good. don't. No, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm saying because a lot of women, if you really, I know a lot of guys talk this this sim talk, but really. The women I've dealt with, they don't mind if me or my brother or any man take control of their sons if it's for the good reason, right? Like, if you really setting these sons up to be good men and great men, these women would pretty much give you their sons. And that's what a lot of men know. A lot of black men know that. If you really want to show that you had care and concern for a black boy, mm -hmm. let alone a black girl, but we're talking about a black boy, and you were spending, you was investing time, money, effort into this actual black boy. These women would never give you no pushback. And these guys know this shit. They just know that. But I don't think they want to admit that part. So if you're going to meddle in a woman's business, 
take control or take take a leadership role or become like a big homie to her son or whatnot. And then now you can really tell her how to go by living. Like if you want to put on game or how to make money or who she shouldn't be messing with or mm -hmm. what she should be doing, but she'll better, she'll listen to you a whole lot more because she see that you are invested in her, her actual child. That's the, that's the black community. You see what I'm saying? But then no, you have a room. I'm sorry. Well, let me just I, say I just this. wanted to ask, go ahead. Okay, I say you have a group of men that say that they aren't responsible for children that they didn't make. Um, men are saying, okay, if I didn't make these children, um, I didn't nut in her and get her pregnant. Why should yeah. I be responsible for something that I didn't make? And then how do you get to hold me accountable for fixing something that I didn't break either? And I do uh, think yeah. that a lot of men have an issue with that. And I want to know your thoughts on that. Before he answers, I want to add a diff. I mean, I want to add to that because he can answer this all in one. That was kind of similar to one of my questions. So what Danny just said, in addition, after you answer that, if you could also include in there, if men who have exited the black community, if um, if they have any right to be in the business of black women, if you've if you're saying F the black community, I found love outside of the black community and you, you know, chucked up the deuces. Do you have a right? So coupled with what she yep. said, do do men yep. who have exited the black community have a right to give their input and to be in the business of black yep. women? If Wait, you let have, me read this uh, super chat real quick. Shout out to China White for the super chat. Appreciate you. And shout out to Thank you, Kick Cloud Kicker. Um, He says, um, I love how y'all do this. Y'all definitely smart. At least somebody realizes it. Thanks. <laughs> um, <laughs> but go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Rue. I'm sorry. All right. Now, listen, hold on. This, all right. Now, if a man, if a man actually done, if he done stepped out, he dealing with another racial woman, right? Why would he have any concern about what takes place with black women at that point? Now, now, now you might hear, hear some guys saying that they just wanted love and the black woman didn't want to give him the love. So therefore, you know, the black woman was his first choice. And then she didn't want to ever give him that type of love. So she, he had to go find love somewhere, but he still could be concerned about the black community, right? Man, all right, I've heard that many times, right? But I just don't see the consistency when it comes to that because it's like, okay, well, you actually starting your whole lineage and your legacy with another racial woman like so you don't really care too much about what black women are doing because you're not trying to get easy with one of them right so you don't have to necessarily have to be with the baddest one we talking about just being with a black woman period so you're not going to get me to believe that no black woman would ever get you a chance so guys don't want to be truthful and say it was a certain type of black woman i wanted that never gave me a chance like i've heard men on, on youtube say well if i can't get the woman i want i'll sit it out Okay, well that's the case. Well that's that's so that was your that was your situation, right? You set it out because this one percent or this two percent of women that every dude won't then won't you. So therefore the um the Harry Winslows of the world, man. I mean, no shout out to Harry Winslow, man. She's she not a bad looking woman, but we talking about the ones who are not dots and, and hoes, you know, or slutty looking or whatnot, or really just really get you turned on sexually. You know, you didn't really want to go that way with them. You didn't want to fool with them. All right, then cool. So now you now got you a white girl or a Latina or Asian. I mean, your concern shouldn't really be about what the black woman is doing. If you want to go based on logic, you shouldn't. Now I want to know what what, um, what is this, Joe? What did you ask me? Because I kind of forgot after Concrete Rose. 
it's all good i remember um it was about men taking care of other men men's children or yeah, fixing that. the community that they weren't okay. responsible for messing up okay there you go okay all right i agree with this right you don't have to necessarily take care of a man's children when i say outreach football programs community outreach you're not actually taking care of another woman's child you know what i'm saying it's a difference oh uh, when i look at it, when a man say i don't want to take care of another man's child that means you play like a stepdaddy role. That means you really with the mama. You know what I mean? If you just a a, a a big homie in the hood and all the young homies come around you because they look at you as a father figure or as somebody who is, you know, a trailblazer to a certain game or you just somebody who's a positive influence, you got 10 different young boys from the ages of 10 to maybe 15, 16 years old who just rock with you, man. You're not taking care of these kids like that, but you would look out for them. So, so it's like we're saying, like when, when you hear the when you hear these guys say, "I don't want to take care of another man kid," they try to apply that with in little in little effort that you make to try to put a young boy on the right path. It's like you took care of him. You didn't take care of him. You didn't rig him from newborn. Or let's say when you first got with the quote unquote mama, when the boy was like three or four years old, and now the boy 13, 14 years old. That wasn't your situation. So no one's telling a black man to be stuck with a woman or stuck with her kid. For 15 years but looking out for a kid if you're going to complain about what these little how these little boys are being raised up then you should look out for the kid right but the thing is with a lot of black men the reason why they are complaining about how these women are raising up these boys either to be effeminate or being thugs in the case of a thug right these guys don't want to get raw by these same boys man mm -hmm. and them guys know it's coming they feel like it's coming they feel like they feel like a 15 year old boy in the streets Who's, who's proficient with that pistol, who's been out there, probably got a few bodies and shot at a few people at a young age, that he would rob this actual guy at the gas station or rob his home or whatnot. And them guys don't if really want that. If that's the case, can't you impact that by potentially, you know, mentoring? And I agree with your point that uh, you're not you're not being responsible by donating a few hours of your time mm. every week. If you have any sense of community and or like a, a, um, any sense of, you know, uh, we are supposed to, you know, look out for one another and help each other out, just like from a humanitarian standpoint. Um, how is it that you think that? not that uh, mentoring or volunteering any of your time, giving back to the community in any aspect is you taking care of someone's children. That That it's, is a, a crazy Well, let me, let me just say this. I think that it's not a, it's not the factor in taking care of somebody else's children, but this is how I look at it. Okay. Let's say all three of us were hardworking people we choose to live in the same community, right? Mm -hmm. um, if you notice my son getting into some trouble or doing something he ain't got no business doing, yeah. um, then you say, hey, get your ass somewhere and sit down. I know who your mommy is, yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. But yeah. we take care of our community. We go to work every day. Um, we ain't yeah. out here collecting welfare. We're not making um, constant bad choices with our bodies. True. I got that and I, I feel that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But I don't expect men to go into neighborhoods and shit to mentor children when women keep making whatever choices they're making with their bodies. If you go out and fuck um, Dun Dunquavius and Dunquavius does not choose to take care of, take care of his children, 
and you still steadily making those same mistakes over and over again, then is it really up to anybody to mentor? Should that should those people have help? And then we talk about uh, having um a humanitarian um standpoint, but I think, and this is just my opinion, I don't feel like everybody can go. Um, if well, you keep making these same fucked up choices, then you need to be accountable for that because when you make uh good choices with your vagina. Um, you don't end up in a well, fucked up area in, in a neighborhood. Well, you 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 tend to be better off in life. That's what I'm saying. Well, let me say this really quickly. Um, when I say volunteering, uh, if if anyone has their children in sports, you know that the coaches are volunteering. You know that there yeah. are people that come and that pour into your children and volunteer, despite the fact that you're paying for uniforms and yada yada yada. That is a form of volunteering in the community. And when I talk about our responsibility to one another, I'm talking about like from for, just let me give you a small example of that responsibility to one another being put on display. If I'm walking in ahead of somebody and I see an elderly lady, no matter what her color is, what her race is, I'm right. going to stop and, and hold the door for her. And sure, I'm going to slow down if I'm walk, rolling through a parking lot, even if I don't have a stop sign. If I see someone with a child or a child going across the street, I think that we have a responsibility onto one another, not to say that you're forced or you're required to go back and do anything. And we, yeah. when we whenever we have these discussions, we always talk about the extreme. And I'm talking about the Shanquishas with 10 kids, but that's the right. statistics show that that's not most black women. In addition, if you look at like welfare and stuff like that, all of that has a expiration date. Um, there are like laws that ensure that you can't get welfare past five or 10 years, five years or something like that. And yeah. uh, so like, there's not people sitting at home, you know, collecting welfare, going out and smoking weed every day uh, and, and expecting you to take care of their kids because you have to get a job at some point. In addition, you have real life bills. And, and there are some women who take advantage of those situations, but I don't think that that's most women. Most women who you see pouring into their children as it relates to trying to get them in different activities and you know going and signing them up for mentorship activities actually care and they're hardworking people. And I've seen two-parent households still uh, you know, rely on that community mentorship. Two-parent home, you know, people, kids coming yeah. from two-parent yeah. homes you still know, like that. I Like I mentioned, and, um, you know, if, if all three of us are, are in a community and, and let's say our children are coming up in um, a certain household um, or with responsible adults, I do feel like, OK, you going to work every day, you handling your business, I'm handling my business and we're really building up a community. Um, I do think that it's important to build community and look out for like minded people. Um, the problem is, is. And somebody said it in the chat that women won't even trust a man to mentorship. She's trying to jump all up in that shit because she still doesn't even trust this man to lead. And yeah. it's like, if you don't trust me to lead, you want me to lead how you want me to lead, but you're not doing a good job of it either. Mm. It's not beneficial on either I'll side. Fail you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. So let the man ask you, all right. <clears throat> Maybe it put, all right, right. I'm hearing the guys, how they talk. They talk this. I don't want to mentor. I don't want to raise nobody else's kid, right? Well, I'm going to look at it from the perspective like me, right? I have a son and I have a daughter. So in the case, my son 12, in the case of the boys that he played football with, let alone when he come over and the boys he became very cool with when he come to see me, right? All right. Well, that's when I'm looking at it from that perspective, right? You already got mm -hmm. you a kid, got you a kid, and yet you got your 
kid got friends and you don't really care about the mama like we're talking about the mama and who, who she was messing with you looking at the fact that your 12 year son got a 12 year friend and he come over or they play in the street or they play at the court and if you were to buy your son some shoes you buy the little boy some shoes because you just bought it because it was just principle like okay y'all cool like that so if i'm gonna buy him something to eat i'll get you something to eat that's how that's how i look at it when i look at you being just a mentor right like you somebody who's not gonna let a kid go without because you want to hold their mama to this standard, and it's it's, it's something, and it's something, and it's something that took place before you even probably even knew this situation, like this child. Like you don't know what the mama, you don't know the mother. Like this is not somebody you was raised up with. This is somebody you probably just met in your apartment. Somebody you just met at your kid's school. And like I say, if you if your kid and this woman's kid are cool, are you not gonna look out for this kid? Like are you not because that's not your kid? Right. You're possible. Like you, you also have to look at the, the characteristics that you're instilling in the youth. If you give back and you pour into these children, then they would be more likely to give back. I have a friend who um had she was married for 20 something years and she had a yeah. son and the coach of her son. They were actually relocating, but the coach of her son um not not the coach of her son she had made a, a connection with a guy who was a coach and he uh for, was a former nba player and he poured into her son to the point that they were relocating and he asked if her son could stay with them and he would help him condition and yeah. help him and you know continue to go to school in that area and she did and her son now plays for the memphis grizzlies so being able to pour into you know you're like you don't know what the outcome could be by you pouring into someone else's child i just feel like we have a responsibility to one another to you know give each other a leg up or help someone who you know um you know help help a small child or, or someone younger to, to advance and help them to that you may be providing them with opportunities that they wouldn't otherwise have that's fair a Let lot of coaches i'm gonna read the super chats before i lose them um shout out to cj nbm he says there's no such thing as women's business the things they do impact us all. It's all our business. This is another tactic to dodge accountability. Um, <laughs> that's an interesting. That's a very interesting statement. Um, because we we ain't trying to dodge nothing. We we're trying to get. get <laughs> we're just having a conversation. We got to play devil's advocate because the the other side of the coin will never get explored if we don't. Right. Um. Shout out to Sean. He says black men are active in the community and building schools um okay um shout <laughs> out to um d mac the trucker he says salute to rue and the breakdown thank you so Yo. much guys so thanks super guys now, okay look, did now, you look. have another on. one because i do oh but no go ahead rue oh my, my bad my bad there's another one coming up right here another super chat i just see uh, shout go. out to L. Nixon. He says, good afternoon, ladies, and shout out to my boy, Rude. You got an official dude on the panel. Salute, fam. <laughs> um, thank, thank you so up? much, L. Nixon. Appreciate it. What's up, L. Nixon, man? What's up? All right, look, look. All right. If you if you look at a lot, like what Country Rose got through saying, right? Um, a lot of these NFL guys, right? I want, two in particular, right? Steve Smith, who used to play for the Panthers, and also Chad Ochocinco. I'm sure you guys may be familiar with him. But Steve mm -hmm. Smith is one guy to where both of these guys' coaches took them in. They took them in because them guys didn't have nowhere to go. But yet they played on the football team. 
So, like, what do you do, right? What do you do if you're a football coach and one of your one of your players don't have nowhere to go? All right, you know, you know that they live somewhere, but it's not stable. But yet they come to you one day, right? These is an 11, 12 year old, 13 year old boy come to you because he's just telling you, coach, man, can I stay with you? Because you have a son on the team too. He come and stay, he want to stay with you. All right, then do you just tell this boy no? Because I'm not your daddy. I mean, somebody, this boy, boy coming, he's been playing football with you for three years already, man. You just tell him no. We understand that it's, uh, it's up to you because I believe that a coach is a mandated reporter, too. I agree that he had to make sure that these living situations are very suitable for these children that play for him, too. But if a, a son, a young boy, just say, Look, I want to stay with you, man, because I just feel like you would lead me and you would put me on the right path. And the, in, the, in the case of Chad Ochocinco and Steve Smith, that's what happened with their coach. And it's the reason why those guys was able to go to the NFL or go through college, graduate high school, go through college, mm -hmm. and yet get to the NFL because of what those men. And them, them, them guys always credit those guys when they talk about it even now. They mention these guys now. They old little league football coach, middle Absolutely. school football coach. These people pour into them. And then, then you have people like LeBron, and they go on to build schools and you know um, ensure that they're uh, creating opportunities yeah. for other black children and black people. Like that stuff is important. We need that. And you taking the time out a few hours out of the week to pour into someone can you know be the catalyst to change in, in a young boy's life. You guys talk about how much you care about young boys and young men. Um, this is the perfect way to show that you know with your actions. I can just kind of look at it, um, even with um, them pouring into, I just don't think that that's always the case. I think that's a small percentage. Um, yeah, of course. We'll talk about that, yeah. Athletes, but they could go on just to go to college. You know, I'm not like there are uh, a ton of kids. Mm -hmm because of mentorship and someone highlighting the opportunities that were available to them, they might've done something different, whereas they would have been in the street. Yeah. We're talking about, you know, these extreme cases too, but there are a ton of young boys who have been impacted and just, it changed the trajectory of their lives. Yeah. Mm. Um, shout out to James Hudson. He said, I just wanted to put my $5 in the collection plate on the Sunday evening. Shout out to the breakdown really? of Daggle's perspective. Um, thanks, James Hudson. Um, I'm glad you had $5 today. That was nice. Um, <laughs> you know, he used his EBT card for that, Thank but uh, we appreciate you anyway. Why they be giving y'all hell over here, man? Why they giving y'all hell over here, man? What's that about? <laughs> A man? lot of haters you come know over what? here. Because you know? uh, it's, it's interesting if you are able to see, like, I, we're not blind over here. I think Concrete and I can see things from, um, different perspectives Absolutely. i do think that women are at fault for some things but i do think that men are at fault for some things and mm -hmm. i just can't uh i look at people on an individual basis um i can and i can be responsible for my end of what i did wrong i think that a lot of people kind of come into this space and it's like well nobody's held women accountable for all the shit that they did to us so we should be able to hold women accountable for everything that they did. But mm -hmm. um, when women did have complaints, it's not like those complaints were necessarily fixed in droves. And I understand the percentages, but there are still um, the, the a, a problem large number with of these with, with issues. The problem that they have is that 
if there's any objectivity in your in your speech, if you're objective, if you try to be balanced, like the men don't like it. And then if you're objective and you try to be balanced, uh, the women also don't like it. So being objective, being able to see things from both points of view, being able to argue from either side, because we've displayed that despite what our own true personal feelings might be about a, a particular issue that we're discussing, the fact that we can see and understand both sides of the coin poses a problem to a lot of people because a lot lot of people are conditioned or are so um entrenched in 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 their in, in their um anger and their dismay towards the opposite sex that they don't mm -hmm. have the ability to think logically and apply reason but we're not those people so you know we'll we'll get we'll get the smoke because of it but um I did have another question for Ruth that I wanted to ask mm -hmm. All right, you got it. uh I want to know um do you think men from other cultures, so men from other races and other cultures get in their business, in, in their women's business in the way in which black men tend to? Um, and if so, I mean, I'm sorry, if not, what do you think is the the, the um, reason for the difference between the two? No, no, I, I agree. Other men, they do. They do. Right. But the difference, they do get in the women's business. But the thing is, these women benefit from these men that's the like i want i want black men to understand it bro like y'all you got to understand other races the women of other races they benefit from their men they benefit black women dog like i know you guys been hearing this shit for years dog but black women do not actually benefit from the collective of men that's the difference dog. if you were as a man it's no different than you having a house bro you got your own household and you running your household no one's gonna tell you what to do in your household as a man, dog. Like any man who have a house, or let, hell, you got an apartment or whatnot, and you pay your bills, you pay everything, and everybody who come into your home, they eat, they got bed, they got a, a bathroom, they can take baths, they can use the bathroom, they can, they can, you know, whatever. They benefit for why they come in your home. You best believe they're gonna have to follow your instructions and follow your rules. Black right. men feel like they just want to be able to feel like other races of men. They want to feel powerful. I think a lot of you women, listen, I think a lot of you women, y'all do a disservice because you got niggas feeling like kings and shit, and nigga ain't got a kingdom or none of that shit, right? Like, niggas mm -hmm. feeling like kings. Like, you, when you start giving men too much sex and too much oral sex and too much meals and all that, and man, you know this nigga ain't, he don't deserve this, but you give it to him, and then you got so many other men feel entitled to what a woman can do, and yet now they want to feel like a Jewish man or an Asian or Arab. You want to feel like those men, right? When you want this submission from women and you're not getting it, you don't understand why you're not getting it. When you fail to look at the important things, the important factors, which is I don't benefit her, that she's working more than me. She's making more money than me, right? This woman here is working the same amount of time I'm working, right? How do I benefit her to where she can sit down, sit her ass down and just really be my woman? A lot of guys don't really care for that. A lot of guys don't want to put a woman, take a woman off her feet, and put a woman, pretty much retire a woman and make a woman be all about the house or just running errands around the house to where she ain't got to ever worry about stressing over bills being paid or how she don't get the money to pay the goddamn bill. What I'm saying, you can't compare yourself to other races of men for why they meddle in women business or why you think you should. And you know that when a woman come to you for something to eat, you, you can't even dig in your pocket and come out with $20 to give her or let's say her or your children or somebody else's kid. You can't even... Kids, women and kids can't even come to the black man. We, we ain't talking about the small percentage. We're talking about collectively. We're talking about it's a known thing that it's an industry. It's some type of economic structure to where black women can run to 
Just like how women can run to government assistance, they can run to welfare and all that. It's something that black men have created to where women can go to and get them a whole meal, a whole turkey, a whole canned goods and all that, let alone, hell, a vehicle or somewhere to stay and all that. Me and black men know we ain't running no shit like that. So why, why are you trying to compare yourself to another race of man for why you should meddle in business, in mm. female business? Why? But that's so, a good point because I saw. Bro, I, I'm sorry, I'll be real quick. Broken Clock was saying how he builds everything so his woman and kids don't need anything. Black, that, that's impossible. There's no way that you live in uh, this society and you've built everything to where your woman and children won't need anything outside of you. Unfortunately, that's not a reality for us. And I think that Rude highlighted some good points. I'm done. Go ahead. Um, I was going to say, okay, what about the cultures of women that the women work actually beside the man? If you go into any Chinese nail shop, uh, yeah. you're generally going to see a husband and wife there. Um, most of the nail techs are going to be married. Um, he might be working at the Chinese restaurant. She at the nail shop all day. They're still getting a bag together. Um, yeah. What do you say in that regard? Because yeah. I do think that women, I, I would say that black women have worked beside black men as well. So what do you say in that yeah, regard? Yeah, but do, but do black men really want to get a bag with a woman? Like, just think about it. Like, I said this shit on Facebook when I was on Facebook, right? Like, like men, when you get involved with a, with a woman, you should be looking to make money with your woman. Like, y'all shouldn't be together and y'all don't make money together. Like, what's the, what's the point of being with somebody and y'all both struggling, y'all both broke. Y'all haven't came up with no idea that y'all can make some type of, like we're talking about food truck, y'all selling dinners, uh, uh, you cutting hair, she doing hair, people coming over, get their hair cut, get their hair did, like y'all haven't came up with nothing? Or is it the fact that, I'm gonna be truthful when I say this, right? That a lot of black men are, they could be a little envious of a woman in this society moving on up. Moving on up and moving on past them. To where at one point, you know, he uh he had her right. He had her as his girl, making money and all that kind of stuff. But then she, everybody started really going her to her because they like. Normally, you know, when you're dealing with men and women, people like the woman more than the man for some reason. It just what is always, yeah. always always been right. Like you can you can get your woman to sell your product a whole lot faster than you. So yeah, women people started gravitating more to your girl. Like, hey, she cute man, or she 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 look nice, or I like what she got going on. To where the man become, you know, kind of irrelevant. And I don't think he liked that. And I think a lot of guys don't like uh, 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 women having the ability to, to take off before for him. Even on YouTube, right? A woman channel can blow up faster than a man channel, right? You see what I'm saying? So just imagine if a black man is envious, he really got a lot of hating him because he felt that he'd been robbed or he felt he haven't got his just due in society, right? Is he going to be okay with a woman getting a bag before he get the bag? Uh, you remember the episode of Martin? I know I'd be bringing up Martin yeah. the whole night, right? Yeah. You remember? Yes. You remember you know, which, one, which, which one I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, which one? All right, all right, there you go. Was, uh, had got the promotion at her job and was making Yo. more than Martin. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, she was making more and he was trying to stunt. And look, it took for Gina to have to kind of talk him off the ledge, talk him down the ledge and say, look, baby, look, you work like three hours a day. I work, you know, eight, nine, ten hours a goddamn day. Just imagine if you worked that long, you would make more money than me, right? But she was lying. She was lying her ass off. But she tried to make that nigga feel good. So do you think Gina and Martin would have worked together? Hell no. Nah. In some cases, you got a, a Gina. She be with a nigga like a Martin. Martin, he was he was funny. He was ambitious, but he wasn't trying to level it up. Like Gina was on a corporate level. You see what I'm saying? So like like right. women be giving them type of niggas a type of chance and shit, and them guys never come through. They never prove themselves, and they always act like they inferior to the actual woman. And the woman sometimes got to put up with that. In some cases, it could be control. 
Or it could be just simply you just feel sorry for a guy. You want to give a black man a chance. Some of these guys don't understand when when a woman is giving him a chance to become great. See, in the case of Gina and Martin, for instance, right? Gina gave Martin a lot of chances to become a great guy, but he chose to stay in that little apartment. It wasn't until damn near the end of the actual series is when Martin got a job in another city and shit. And then when he started stepping his game up, but yet that was a time when him and Gina was pretty much broken up. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's when all that scandal shit came out. That's when, you know, the show had went off. You see what I'm saying? It's always like it's a little too late when it comes down to a black man and a black woman finally working together and getting that shit right. It's too late. If that makes sense to you. It's an interesting point, Rube. That's real interesting. Um, shout out to Mr. Curlin. He says, a lot of folks are selfish as fuck and run on scarcity rather than abundance these days. True. Appreciate the grown folks combo, y'all. Thanks, babe. Appreciate you. Um, black, black people, black people, ladies, black people, ladies, we've been, we've been in this struggle and we've learned how to cope with the struggle to where when it comes down to abundance, when it comes down to prosperity, that shit really scares you. Uh, we talking about like, you know, you, you, you building up wealth gradually and shit. You know, folks don't really have that kind of time. Folks want their money all at one time. They want a, a easy and a quick lick. And what I'm saying with black men and black women, I'm just going to be truthful. The very few black men and women who can make it. I, I can take my hat off to you, dog. But for the most part, the most black men and black women do I do know, I think black men and black women need to be single until they kind of get theirs. And then now you can decide if you want to be with a black man or a black woman. I don't think we should still play this 1940, 1950, you know, segregation type game to where you had to get with somebody black because it was mm -hmm. the world was going against you. Now I think it's enough freedom out here to where black men and black women can really get theirs. And when I say get theirs, Get your first million, get your first million before you now uh, make a decision on being with a black man or a black woman. That's how I look at it. I think it's you bring about mm -hmm. good points and older people will tell you that it's probably better to get married when you're older versus when you're younger. But I think that yeah. the space does push that um, to get married at, when you're younger, but of course, because of youth infertility. And so I do think that that's probably the main point that they try to make here. Um, as far as um, getting the bag together or um, the man wanting the woman to help him get a bag, I think that um, most men are kind of feeling like uh, I already do enough as a man, you know, being a man. Um, yeah. and, and most men will tell you, okay, being a man is hard. So if a man says he goes to work, he's going to do the jobs that the women don't generally do. Um, he's gonna fix shit around the house. Um, yeah. he still goes out and work. He has to come home, still uh, take care of a bit of the housework. Um, still look yeah. after kids. So the man is saying that he's not being lazy, but then, um, I think that most of them feel like they're good enough, and they don't have to rely on a the woman. They ain't having to look to the woman to to do anything or needing her yeah. help to do anything. But guys are kind of like. Um, I don't really need your help, but what are you bringing to me besides your your kids and a bad attitude? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I agree. Look, I mean, I feel that way. I feel like I don't actually need a woman to uh, do the quote unquote the women duties around me and shit, like cooking and cleaning. Like I don't, I never feel good in thinking that a woman need to, you know, I, had, I need to have a woman for those reasons. Like, all right, man, you don't have to cook and clean for me, man. If you cook, that's cool, but all this. Other shit, there's other bids you you putting in for why I should be with you, man. That's not what's up. I think we all pretty much independent. I do believe that a lot of women are very handy. 
Like, I don't think women have to call a man to come cut the yard, huh? Like, like I mean, when we was young, there'd be some women out in the yard cutting her yard, like cutting her grass. So you would be okay with your woman cutting the grass and you cooking, no. cooking dinner? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not oh. saying if I'm with a woman. No, no, I'm not saying if I'm oh. with a woman. I'm talking about, like, just independently, right? I think what I'm saying is that we all can be self-sufficient, all right, to where we don't necessarily have to come together trying to bargain or leverage, make, you know, have, have leverage on, well, you know, you're going to clean, clean for me and I'm going to cut the grass and paint the house and work on the car. Nah, it's just simply what well, we both can do, quote unquote, the obviously roles if we just had to, right? So if we come together, it's simply because we really like one another and we can actually build something. Like, I don't need you to slave over the stove for me, man. You don't have to do that. I don't need you to clean bathrooms and clean and wash dishes. I can do that. And I know, I know you don't really need me to cut your grass, though, right? You really don't. You probably want me to do it. But what I'm saying, right. we are independent enough that when we come together, we actually can make something work. And we don't have to right. take, we don't have to play, we don't have to play this, I need you for this, you need me for this type of game, like how they used to back in the 40s and 50s. You know what I'm saying? That's a good point. But I what about uh, people getting married um, earlier? Like, you know, yeah. they're saying that black women are waiting till later on in life to get married. And I think Concrete and I would be good examples of that but okay. um we are single mothers okay not no do more we, though huh no 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 um okay. but do you think that how can i rephrase how can i phrase this we're single mothers we waited on later on in life um if a man doesn't have any children and he wants to create a family but he wants somebody young and pretty don't you think yeah. that they're deserving of that if they're making that's the money? what I that see now now y'all talking my language though, right? All right, if you older, if you're older woman, right, and mm -hmm. you now married to a guy, if a guy want a kid, man, I mean, I think you should let him go get a kid by a younger woman. Wait, what? What? Nah, I knew it, I knew it. Here you go, here what, you go. Wait, hold on. Nah, that's not what nah. that's not what she said, though. Nah, this is what we saying. It's what oh, we're saying, God. concrete roads, concrete road. Let me get it, concrete roads. I'm telling you, this is what I'm saying. I'm saying that you if you're a woman, you don't want to have no baby for a guy because you already went through that experience. And now you finally got your man. If your man still feel that he want to drop another seed, but he don't, you don't want to actually be pregnant for him and have his baby, let that man go and get a surrogate mother or let's say, yeah, let him go get another woman pregnant. And yet, it's just what it is. Yeah, like you got uh, another now, I understand that. Like, uh, okay, okay, I understand what you're saying. I follow. But I was, okay. I think from like what Danny was saying, like if a man... Like is yeah. not attached to a woman who has kids and like, but he is a successful man and he waited to have children. Does yeah. he not have the right to go and get him a young tenderoni Yo. to have a to have children of with, course. marry and build a family with? If he like, if he forty mid forties, if he want a twenty something year old woman, I believe that if he feels that he's going to take care of the woman and the child, he should go and get his child, man, from a woman who's fertile and who's um able to have a baby for him. I agree. I don't. I don't play that he's too old to be fucking with a young. Nah, if you add though, we add those, man. So if you 40, uh -huh. you fucking with a 21 year old man, feel free. If that young woman wanna mess with you as a man, if she she don't mind messing with your grown ass, your older, great chin, great hair, all that. Women love that. Some women love that shit. All right, mm -hmm. that man, he should he should be able to have his first baby at 42, 43 years old with a 21, 22 year old if she's down. I agree. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm gonna. All right. Go go go. You got it. You got it. You got it. 
Okay. Shout out to Black in Effect. He says 70% of mothers work in America. Half of Americans make 33000 a year. One third families, women make more than the men, make more than a man. America stripped men of provider role. What do you say? I about agree. That? Black in Effect. Oh, let's look at it, right? Hold on. Yeah, I mean, look, women do make more than men. Uh, I really don't know what to think about that, man, because when I look at it, when I look at it from this perspective, right, if you know a woman can make more than you based on a job is paying her more, I think a man needs to, you know, kind of kind of get another stream of income, in my opinion. I think that he shouldn't just stop there. He shouldn't just be okay with the fact that a woman making more than him. Like, that should make him kind of mad to where he want to now build something else to make more than her. Like, okay, a lot of black men are very talented. We talented. Now it's time for you to start profiting off your talents. If a woman, corporate, a corporate America, a woman who's in corporate America, she's making, let's say 60 grand, 70, 80 grand a year, man. All right, dog, you making around 50. You shouldn't be okay with that. And you shouldn't sit back and complain about how women making more than you. Now, without you actually utilizing some of your talents and your skills, let alone the people around you, Utilize some of their shit and you profit off their shit. Mm. I'm gonna read this one. Um, shout out to Ray Alexander. He says, Does Goldman Sachs' 10 billion dollar investment in black women mean that America does not have faith in black men to economically improve black families? Mm. That's a hell of a mm. question, Ray. That's yeah, a hell of a question. I kind of feel like um, the question is a bit messed up and I'm going to tell you why. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some people that think that black and white people are on the same levels and they've been on the same levels for a long time. But if you have a certain percentage of white males, um, that own all or, or majority of the land outside of the shit that's owned by China, um, mm-hmm. when you have the majority of their people, um, and it's, to me, it's systemic. Um, that's like you doing some bullshit and then you say, well, yeah, we'll give them some money because we know they need help. But, you know, we did this and we 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 imprisoned their men. We we kicked them out of their home. Um, we helped the women or whatever. I don't necessarily think that it's not that they have um, faith in black men. I think it's uh, to cause more of a division. Um, I agree with that. Yeah, I, I think I think it's to cause more of a division. I think it's I to continue to elevate black women above black men, to continue providing opportunities for black women to be on top uh, while black men are still struggling and in in you know um, the the least employed in the in the uh, country. I think that it is a way to continue to um, to continue to uh, cause destruction against the black family. Now, what it is. I think I think what people are doing is, is really they pretty much um daring the black man to be great. It's like what's taking you niggas so long? Like in the world we living in now, man, why are you so so comfortable in receiving the handouts or just being mediocre, right? So we're gonna mm-hmm. keep on putting this pressure on you niggas by giving incentives to your women to make you niggas feel some type of way about that, right? Make you feel emasculated and less than because. We trying to see when you guys gonna come together. Finally, stop killing one another. Stop going in and out of prison. Mm-hmm. And now you you guys are brilliant to a certain extent. The ones who are very smart and very intelligent, 
when are you guys going to put aside your differences and now become an economic based organization or group or political, whatever it is that you're doing, right? When you guys going to finally make this, we're talking about this educated, you know, the whole Pookie and Ray Ray versus educated lame shit. We're talking about when both of you guys going to come together now and, and say, fuck a, a 10 billion. You guys go up a hundred billion, man, and say we got a hundred billion for black men. You see what I'm saying? Like when you guys will come up with something. Uh, uh, but the, but there are so many systemic obstacles in place to prevent building. Like there are, I mean, just talking about, like for example, you have a system in place that is yeah. creating policy to yeah. that has created policy to imprison black men and give them yeah. lengthy sentences for selling weed. And now that yeah. same system is heavily capitalizing on weed sales and yeah. they're yeah. locking black people out because you have to have like a million dollars in collateral to get into weed business in some of these states. Like the, yeah. the, the, you have an actual system in place that is ensuring that you don't succeed and black women mm -hmm. aren't uh, faced with the, the, the same obstacles. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> shout out to B. Um, they say, so you y'all ladies gonna just sit there and let Rude make the new standard and get a million <laughs> before choosing mates? Really? Hey, listen, listen, right? Listen, can't nobody refute what I'm saying. Listen, ladies. <laughs> Well, my thing is that we're talking about in the day's time, right? Black people, we've been through the struggle so long to where our issue is that we don't, we like money. We like the financial resources, right? And my thing is a million, it's a lot, but it's not a lot compared to folks making billions, right? Mm, what I'm right. saying is that people really, we really not happy being with one another. Like we've seen the struggle throughout with our mamas and daddies and grandmothers and grandfathers, all that, right? So we know this is not how life's supposed to be. Like you got folks our age, 30, 40 years old, multi-millionaires, filthy rich, right? Well, mm -hmm. goddamn, the truth of the matter is, individually, this is the reason why black men really can't work together because individually, black men haven't really got what they want out of life financially before they try to work with another grimy-ass black dude in so many mm -hmm. cases, right? So in the case of, of black men and black women, if we feel like we're gonna have this gender war, if we feel like we're gonna, you know, we feel like each, we each other's enemy to a certain extent, why not try to get our own million first? You get your own million individually before you now start considering being with somebody. Because now when you look at black couples, not all of them, but a lot of them, they are codependent relationships. These are not yeah. just two yeah. wealthy individuals who have happen to come together and now they just powerful a power couple at this point. It's codependent. I needed you, you needed me type shit. That's I'm true, saying that, but if we do what exactly. you're saying, then our... Yeah. Um, our population will continually decline, and we, you know, to the point that you know, black people will be almost non-existent in this country. Like, to, no. but uh, uh, in order to make a million, most of yeah. us, even black women included, it, despite the fact that we are given all of these opportunities, like we would be well into our forties before that could happen. No matter, you know, even yeah. if we're just grinding nonstop. Me, me, and, and look, look, that, that's a good age to uh, like forty. Let's say forty, fifty. But let's say forty, right? You still you're older, but you're still relatively young in in life. You're not seventy. It's not an ideal. That, that, you're high risk when, as it relates to women having children. All right, see, see, all right. You talking about having children, doing it the right way, right? All right, that'd be like twenty something, right? All right, we talking mm -hmm. about folks who've already had babies and don't have no qualms on having a baby oh. out of wedlock. Okay, so we talking about the men and women who got kids. You got kids already. You got kids. So it's not like we living in this standard. We had the standard of. 
you must get married first before you had your baby. Now, folks is having babies. So you can get your baby in your 20s. That's the case. What I'm saying is that before you fully commit or you fully give yourself to a person, make your own money first. And when I say a million, I'm giving you a standard to try to reach. If it's 100,000, 200,000, 50,000, right? All right, you want to have some money for while you get involved with somebody. You don't want to go in broke right, right, and be right. at somebody's mercy. You understand me? That makes sense. Um, it's it's y'all agree with me, man. Look how y'all agree with me, dog. Like, look at y'all. I'm saying because (laughs) men will sit here and say that they're worried about a woman trying to take their bag, but if a woman comes to a situation and she does offer um feminine qualities, plus she has a bag, then I do think that that makes for um better long term relationships because you're not looking at each other. You know, money is a big cause of why women get divorced. Um, and if you know yeah. that women initiate 80% of the divorce and money is the number one cause, um, then if you both come to the situation with a bag, then you both actually want to be there and you're not actually worried mm-hmm. about what woman is trying to take from you um, versus what she's adding and what she what y'all can build together. So I do think that yeah, that's thanks. a good point. Well, there you go. There you go. Look, yeah. look, I agree. Look, long term, look, man, everybody need to have their own. It's no no different when you go to school. Everybody got their own school supply. They got their own clothes. You not you ain't begging and borrowing from other people's shit. And so so when you got your own, you got you equipped. You you can you can perform a whole lot better. And that's how I look at it. Like man, forget the struggle. <laughs> we, we 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 past struggle relationships, ladies. We are past that shit. Well, right. I I agree. I want to read the super chats, but um, mm-hmm. I, uh, I and I also wanted to see if we can open it up for a bit and have some of these guys talking all giving all the smoke in the yeah. chat. Baby, they got come up and join us. In the chat, honey. <laughs> before we uh, read the super chats, just a very quick question to Rude. Uh, I Go saw ahead, someone buddy. in the chat refer to you as a feminist. Do you consider yourself a feminist? I think these um, manosphere guys are more feminist than I would ever be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Well, thank you. I said you. this. I said this a while back. Hold on. I said this a while back. I'm gonna give it to you, right, concrete. Uh, when you when you start when you start holding women, you want to hold women accountable. You want to mm-hmm. make everything 50-50. You know, you don't want a woman practicing hypergamy. You want a woman to come like pretty much. You want a woman to meet you in the middle and bring something to the table. That's feminist talk. Mm-hmm. That's male feminist talk. That's not mm-hmm. if you talking about your your old the grand your granddad your granddad was never talking like. This woman need to bring something to the table. Mm-hmm. She need to be making the same kind of money I'm making. I'm going to hold her accountable. Mm-hmm. He held everybody accountable, and he took responsibility for the downfall of the family. He didn't put that all on a woman. So when you're putting all the blame on women, uh, you having children, you fucking this type of guy and all that, that's male feminism type of talk. All right? You got it, concrete. No, thank you. Thank you. You highlighted some good points. Uh, I can't disagree with what you said. Thank you. Um, Really quick, I just want to read the super chats and you guys uh, feel free to join the panel if you want to further the discussion and ask your questions in real time. Uh, Sean says this guy doesn't have any kind of facts or data to back up any of his false arguments. Why is he on the panel? Well, he's on the panel, Sean, because we uh, Rude keeps it real and he is uh, genuine and he's true to whatever his thoughts and opinions are. He's not swayed by this space. And as a result, we thought he would be the best person for this discussion. And I think we were right. (laughs) Curlin says, I say this all the time. Parents should get with parents and the childless should get with the childless. Problem solved. I like that idea, Curlin, because as a single mother, even though I am engaged, I only date men with children. I don't, uh, I I don't 
want a man who does not have children because I knew that I really didn't want more kids. So uh, I think that's a great idea. B says, people love putting black women in corporate America. It's a tiny percentage of black women in high positions in private sector. Well, I don't think that we were relegating our discussions of black women in corporate America to those in high positions. There are a ton, a large number of black women that work in corporate America in different capacities, of course, from, you know, there are a lot in just entry level positions when we're just talking about everything from, you know, the customer service to, um, you know, receptionists even. So um, there are a lot of black women who work in corporate America at various stages of uh, Listen, girl, stuff. he was like, all they do is work at uh, the call center and eat hot Cheetos, baby. He was like, <laughs> well, that's Listen. still could be considered corporate America, though. So, yeah, about that. <laughs> Listen, um, Gabe A, that is funny. Gabe A, thank you, thank you for the super chat. We appreciate you, bro. Salute to you as well. Well, and bro, Kenny Conjo says, Sunday greetings, ladies, Rudep and everyone. Hey, bro, what's Yo, good with you? What's up, Kenny? What's up, man? And there I said it says, white men know empowering the female and oppressing the male Fs up the gender dynamic. Also, females with money consume, not compete and challenge. I agree with everything you said there. I said it. They do understand. They've studied. They've seen that they, they've studied us extensively and they know that uh, creating opportunities for females and allowing them to be in positions of power. Listen, not they've studied it to the point that they know that they can assign and she will keep your black marrow behind out. Um, in yep. addition, we are major consumers too. So that's why, despite the fact that we have uh, been afforded all of these opportunities, our um, a net worth is still very low because we're not saving, we're consuming, you know, uh, on, a, on a grand scale. So thank you there, I said it. Yep. Um, what's going on, Sean? What do you have for Rude? Mm-hmm. Yeah, can you hear me, ladies? Oh, yeah. Right, right. Uh, first off, uh, good afternoon. Um, as always, it's, it's, I like being on the panel. I like what you do. You know, you bring the fire, you bring the heat, and uh, I enjoyed it very much. Um, for for Root and P, okay. um, well, 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 first, let me, let, me, let me just say this. Um, somebody, in the, uh, somebody earlier super chatted something about Goldman Sachs um, investing $10 billion in uh, black women. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think there's a misunderstanding as to why they're doing it, because it, it, it seems like people are saying that uh, they're doing it because, oh, you know, black is a good investment. Black women are superior. Black women are killing it, you know, and that's just not true, because I just look. I actually uh, did research. You know, it helps if you do research. You know, it, it oh. helps if you don't say whatever is on your mind. It helps if you do research. Um, mm. I just. And um, Goldman Sachs said that they invested $10 billion in black women to close the wealth gap and also to close the opportunity gap in healthcare, education, and housing. So I, so we really need to stop, you know, uh, just saying whatever is on our mind and just pulling things out of uh, thin air because... Sean, you know, do you think Goldman Sachs is going to come out and say we're we're uh, uh, we're giving ten billion dollars to to in continue the destruction on the black family? Is that the expectation? No, I mean, I mean, they're not they're they're not only not going to say that, but they're not going to invest that because I mean, why? Mm. You know, but oh, um, 
all I'm saying is this is why they're doing it. And, and, and it just seems like people are just saying, oh, they're doing it because, you know, black women are, you know, killing it. It's a good investment. Black women are superior. And that's just not true. Well, well who benefits from so the black family being cohesive? We, we all do. Black, black men, black women, we all do. Because the black family structure is necessary and it's needed. Okay. So why would they not? Why would they not invest at ten billion in, in black men? Right, and black men and women, black families, the black community as a whole. Right. Okay. I'm saying. I'm saying. Okay, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because Yo. earlier, uh, uh, Rude, Rude MP, you said uh, women earn more money than men. Not true, my friend. It's not true, bro. Have you ever heard of a thing called gender pay gap? Gender pay gap. Yo. Basically says that it's an argument that uh, feminists are saying that uh, men earn or pay more money than women, and so if that's the case, then what you said earlier is not true, bro. Okay, I if I if I said that, that if I, if ahead, I probably bro. all right, all right. I, I might not know all the quote unquote stats when it comes down to who get who get paid. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Listen, Sean, listen. All right, what I'm saying is that you got women out here; they are getting paid more than men. All right, so that is a fact. So, so me knowing the percentage, nah, I'm not, I'm not on the percentage, right? But I know the facts that you got a bunch of women who are doing better than men financially. You see know what I'm saying? Uh, That's where I'm coming from. Okay, okay. You're correct because women, there are more, there are a larger number of women entrepreneurs, and yes, per 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 hour, there is a small, uh, you know, maybe like eight or nine cent. I think black men make more, like eight, eight or nine cent more per hour Yo, than black women. But it's not but more. But black women are less, or are, are black men are less likely to be employed than black women too. Oh, okay, and, and, and all I'm saying is, Rude MP, you got to clean up your argument because you're just carelessly. My argument. Listen, listen, that man. It's not that much. It's not that much of a gap, though. Hold on, you act like as a, hold on, hold on. I, 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 I can see if you say right. Well, you got black men making a hundred thousand and black women making thirty thousand a year. All right, then that's different. But if you're talking about if a woman can make a hundred and a man making a hundred two, it's like it really don't matter who's making more at that point, right? For what you're trying to say, it's like they, it's like you can say black women making more, you can say black men making more. It's not that much of a difference then. But what I'm saying to you is that black women are making the same kind of money as black men, dog. Like, don't deny yeah, that fact. You said the Which same. Kind of what, are you, what are you saying? The, the same kind of currency? I mean, we're all paid in. I'm US talking about dollars. the same U.S. United States dollar. Yes, nigga. What are you talking about? You, 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 Tell you, me. You, all right, show me. All right, all right. All right. What you saying? What you saying is that black men make a million and black women make a hundred thousand? Is what you telling me? No, I know. I'm just. I'm going about All it, right, so give me, so give me, give me the difference. Give me the difference. Give me, give me the difference, right? Give me the average of how much black women making compared to how many black women, black men are making. I want to see if it's I'm that going, much of a difference. I'm going by what the Department of Labor is. All right, the Department of Labor, right? Based on the status of the department, the statistics of the Department of Labor, tell me the figure for black women versus black men. I want to know if it's that much of a gap. Thirty-six. So why are you trying to make an argument? Okay, thirty-six k is what the average black man makes. 33 okay. what the average black woman So made. what the fuck what oh, the fuck wow. difference does that make though? What the fuck difference does that make then, right? You're not making no hell of an argument though. You telling me that 36k compared to 33k? It's a very small percentage. It's a few That's what I'm saying though. That's not even nothing to argue. Per hour. That's why black men should not be who we are our target when we focus on these um pay gaps and all of these inconsistencies. Even if feminists were truly being honest, like the the disparity comes between black women and white men. There black men make a few cents uh per hour more than black women. Less than 10 cents. That's what 
that's what I'm saying. So it don't really matter. Like, man, somebody telling you you got $36 compared to she got $33. Like, and you want to make an argument like, man, black women, black men making more money than black women. That's not nothing to brag about. You can't brag about no shit like that if you're going to say that Who's, argument. I'm not, I'm, I'm not bragging about it. All right, I'm, if you're trying to make a claim and you saying, I don't know what I'm saying. So even, even if I said that black women making the same amount or making more than black men, 33 to 36, nigga, goddamn, it doesn't really matter. Oh, it really don't. All, all I'm saying is, Please, we we speak speak truth because what you're saying is not okay. Speaking speaking true, speaking true, speaking true. All right, all right, speaking true. Thirty six thousand compared to thirty three thousand. All right, that's true. All right, now listen, Sean, 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 listen, listen. Thirty six thousand compared to thirty three thousand. All right, all right, that's true. Go ahead. Okay, okay. All, all, all I'm saying is you've been on this panel. You've just been saying anything. You have no stats or data, and everything you're saying is not true. So you you're, okay. You're all right, all right. So 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 make make, make me out of a lie. I refute what I'm saying there. Refute everything you've heard me say. Refute everything. All right, you 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 so-called refuted the the, the 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 pay gap, right? All right, now refute other things I was saying. Refute it. Okay, you okay? You uh earlier, I'm, I'm glad you said it. earlier. You you mentioned Yo. something about uh, uh black men not being involved in the communities and not building. That's facts. That's facts. That's facts. Okay, good. I'm glad you said that because I sent a super chat and I said that black men are building schools, and I'm gonna give you some examples. Uh, concrete, you mentioned LeBron James, the I Promise Academy in Ohio. That's one. Okay. Uh, Rudin P, you're, you're a fan of basketball, oh right? God, I'm not, I'm not, no, no, I'm not even doing that. No, <laughs> I'm not. No. You're going to mention LeBron. Okay. okay and LeBron, yeah. is not, LeBron is not a part of the collective of black men. He's not. That man is on a 1% level, man. He probably... Less than one percent. He's up there. No, he's and then the somebody in the chat said that um, the school that LeBron built is not for at-risk um, children. So I thought that that was a very interesting point because it's the at-risk children that need um, more help okay. than anything. Yes. Okay. And Jalen Rose, the Jalen Rose Academy. No, do not name. Listen, 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 listen. You not naming those celebrities. Though. We're talking about the regular everyday black man though we're not talking about these niggas who you okay, name it you're not even a part of the black community that's one that's cute butter that's one thing cute butter all right all right well name more name more cute butters i mean what, what, okay so i mean like what, what do you mean no no i need your name when i say when i talk when i talk who right i don't talk about the very few I'm on their website right now. Whoever said that um, their website certainly touts that it's specifically aimed at at-risk children. When I when I make my points, uh, Deshaun, Deshaun, when I make my points, I talk about the collective. I don't talk about the 1%, the 2% of men who are doing something, right? I'm talking about collectively to where you can't miss it. It's like, okay, everybody can agree. So you're talking about LeBron, Jalen Rose. I want to hear more cute butters, right? Ordinary, regular guys who are not celebrities, who are not famous, Who's doing what Q Butters doing? Not Umar. Umar's not building a school, right? He just he's swindling, right? I didn't talk about the Q Butters of the world. Okay, okay. And, and I understand what you're saying, but you do realize it, it 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 costs a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of effort to build. So schools. so so you proving my point. That means black men are not building the school. They're not investing in the community. In that case, we're talking about the average black man. They not black men are building schools. We're not. I'm not talking about no, the wealthy black men. Don't fuck with you. Now listen. You guys can't be trying to live vicariously through white wealthy black men, dog. These niggas don't mess with you, bro. They don't. LeBron don't fuck with you, dog. He don't. Q Butter will fuck with you more than LeBron. He doesn't. He, okay, he doesn't. I want to highlight something too, guys. I, I pulled up right. black demographic regarding this occupation thing, and it specifically states that um, 
uh, 65% of black women work in white collar positions and 42% of black men, 35% of black women have jobs in management, business and science and only 24% of black men. So I think that, you know, like when people hear uh, these kind of statistics, that is where they draw the notion that black women make more than black men. Um, typically, you know, we, we live in a, and operate in a patriarchal society. One of the main reasons I'm, I'm in this group that is like uh, for black women professionals and black women are, are less likely to women, period, are less likely to yeah. negotiate their salary. Um, they're uh, more like corporations are more likely to offer a man more and women, a woman less. But a woman is less likely to negotiate her salary. There are a myriad of reasons as to why we may not make more working in the same position. But there are more black women in these uh, higher positions than there are black men. Okay, and, and I'm I'm a, I'm a last to say this because I see we got other people on the panel. I just want to last to say this. Uh, right. Another another argument that's kind of thrown is the fact that uh, black women are you know educated, uh, most enrolled or whatever. People fail to realize that you uh, you don't need a college education to get a good paying job. You can go work for Google and not have a college education. That's true. Or drive a truck. Or yeah, be an yeah, owner yeah. operator or something. Yeah, and, and and that's why uh, a lot a lot of men go into fields like truck driving and a machine operator that pay that pay good that pay well, and that has a lot to do with why men make more money than women because women are less likely to go into fields like that. So I just want to say right. that um, I'm, I'm gonna let other people you know hop on the panel here. Well, we appreciate you, Sean. Um, <laughs> shout out to you. Good. Um, shout out. Um, shout out to the Appy Kingdom podcast. He says, salute ladies in the panel. Peace chat. Thank you so much, Appy. Um, shout out to Mark Queese, 912. He says, King Randall from Albany, Georgia, built a school for young black teens, and he is only 22. I donate to his program every year. Um, if you could drop anything as far as the school is concerned, uh, Marquise, that would be dope. Like, or send send us a link to our email. Our email is in our about section because we would like to see that. That that's dope. Yeah, we appreciate that's that. true. I, I've heard I've heard of him, and I'm, I feel bad I didn't mention him, but yeah, he's right. He's right. Okay. Um, shout out to Spiritual Logic. Um, he says black men are definitely too concerned with what black women are doing and not concerned enough about what they are doing. Um, <laughs> see, we get beat up when we say it. We can't say it because we get beat we up. We got to let them it. say it. We got to let them say it. Let the talk concrete. Um, we're going to get mm -hmm. Caligula up in here. Hey, how you doing? Hello, uh, hello. I, I do your best to not get too uh too emotional about some of the things I'm gonna say. Let's do our best to communicate with each other, even objectively. Even when we disagree, let's take I some agree. time to let it swim through the mind. Go go a couple days, couple weeks before you have just an impulsive reaction. Okay. When I hear people talk about together, when I hear people talk about stable families, appropriate behavior, though I disagree with collective mindset, I understand the premise. But is it true that if if I say something 
if I post something, I should be the first person to to actualize that. W- would you agree, um, C. Rose and Sister I, George? I, I absolutely agree. So if I if I if I get on panels and I say things contrary to building stable families, is it as adults, shouldn't we kind of look at that person and say, hey, you're full of shit? Wait, repeat that, Caligula. If we have people that speak contrary to building healthy families, if they get on panels and they speak about behaviors that are contrary to building healthy families and healthy communities, Mm-hmm. And respecting other adults, children, and so forth. Shouldn't we look at that person and say you full of shit? I certainly they, would. So, um, I, 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 this is kind of how I look at you it. You wouldn't call out their hypocrisy. No, this is how I kind of go through life. I don't think that people are one dimensional. While you might be on point in one aspect of your life, doesn't mean that every aspect of your life is together or that you're not going to fuck up in certain aspects. Um, you might have a great job, but your love life could be crap. You might have a great I, I love life, that. but your I, your your life could be crap, or you uh your right. your marriage could be I great. I agree with this. But what he's saying is like the same exact thing. Like he said, he said, let me, let me said, speak for myself. Because uh, I just want well, my let understanding to make sure that I'm I understand what you're saying. Are you saying go ahead, go ahead? But sometimes Black people deviate too far. In college, we say, hey, you're going too far with the conversation. We're we're on this one particular point. Now, I agree, but that's that goes without being said that no one is great at everything. Right. That goes without being said. Mm-hmm. But if I'm on some, if I'm talking street shit, fucking hoes, getting money out the mud. Don't talk like a street nigga one day and then when it's convenient for popularity or convenient for your personal perception, others' personal view towards you, switch your conversation and today you Malcolm X. Now, fuck that. Stay on to just, that shit that you be on. I, 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 see the, I see that there is a correlation that can be drawn. Like, I understand what Danny is saying as it relates to two specific, two completely opposing areas of your life. But if you are talking anti, uh, if you're speaking things that could be considered anti-Black family, for example, and the then you are, you guys are talking about that yeah. destroys the Black family rule promotes. And now today you have him advocating for things that are required. These are prerequisites for having a- 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 advocate for what? Advocate for what? A- a healthy community. Hey, I'm not even talking to you. Uh, well, no, 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 you mentioned my name, you bitch ass nigga. You mentioned my fucking name. Rule, 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 rule. Let me let me take care of it. Let me let me do it. Let me there go. Okay. Um, this is the thing though, uh Caligula. Concrete and I had a topic for discussion. Um, we that. thought we thought that Rude would be able to come and have an, an objective opinion because I have seen Rude talk about street shit, but I have definitely seen Rude talk about the nature of women and also the nature of men. Um, I felt like uh, sometimes he can be very, very balanced in his perspective as far as what women need to do and as far as what men need to do. I don't think he's up here advocating 
um, more so than saying how he looks at things and how he his perspective on things. And I think that he does have a right to give his perspective, especially oh, that, since he's that, an invited that, guest. What do you think? But that's I, still, I do want to hear. I do want to hear. I want to hear. Like, what you, wait a minute. So no, 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 nigga. You up here address me, nigga. So you can fucking address me all you want to, nigga. What we'll do is one thing. Hold on. Hold on. One second, Caligula. Let let us get control of the panel. So what we'll do is, Caligula, we're going to allow you to. We've answered your questions, but I want you to just go ahead and land the plane and make your point, and then we will allow Rude to respectfully respond, and we'll move forward. Yeah. When we having these discussions, this this is this is a hot topic. This there's an obvious gender divide amongst black men and black women, but mm-hmm. I also have to look at people who failed at creating families. The same way there's somebody that may fail trying to get to a sports league. You may fail in college. You may fail at a job. You got to first be able to acknowledge I made a lot of fucking mistakes, and you have to hold yourself accountable as men so when we having these discussions about men being in women's business Mm. i think that it's only natural that when you engage with somebody some personal effects about you it's it it gotta it's gonna come out you got you gotta have a discussion about that but this gender divide that i see going on i see the worst representation of black men and we can't have people who look to get sexual access versus people who are productive. That's a difference. You know, we got people that run the streets, they fuck hoes. I get it. You know what I mean? And I ain't knocking you for it. But then those same people, they want their destructive behaviors to be in your life. And now you're saying I'm in your, I'm in, I'm in black women's business by saying, look, I don't want to deal with single mothers. Some men like weave, some men, uh, some men like weave, some men don't. A man says, I don't want a woman with weed. That's not him getting into another woman's business. That's him laying down his preference. That's not what we're talking about, man. All right? You're like, you can't hear. You me. have God to damn, learn man. how to let people speak. Right. But since you're so... No, no, you're you, so, you, all right, 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 right. So well, you up here speaking. You were speaking long enough. All right, but shut the fuck up now, nigga. It's my turn to speak now, right? Hold on one second. Caligula, are you finished with your point? Because I'm going to allow you to respond. If not, we'll give you a chance to close whole Because the whole reason for why... Uh, the ladies invited me on the panel because first they spoke on, they wanted me to speak on how men meddle in women's business when it come down to weave and makeup, right? No one said anything about you don't have a right to have a preference. If you don't want a woman with weave and makeup, you don't have to fool with a woman with weave and makeup. But when you dwell on that and you've been hypocritical because these are the very same women that you really want to fuck with, that's what I'm speaking on. I'm not talking about a man's preference. And when we're talking about this whole community thing, right? If I say that black men collectively don't give a damn about the black community, nigga. None of you niggas can refute that. I don't want to hear about these one or two black men building schools or who's giving back, cleaning up the community or who are mentoring young boys in some cases, right? We talking about over 51%, man, of black men. They do not give a damn about what's taking place in the black community. As a matter of fact, they want to get the hell away from black women and children as fast as they can. So basically, you saying you know what other men think and you know their intentions. I mean, I'm going based. I'm going based on what I see. I'm going that's based not, on what I not, see. No, I don't know. know no, no, I would never know. Think. Listen, nigga, listen, listen, listen. You know what? I would never think. know what a man is thinking individually right, or at all. But I go based on what men are doing collectively, and that's that's a representation right, of what you could be thinking. Just, Hold on, listen, 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 listen. Listen, show what I mean, though. Let me show what I mean, right? Let me show what I mean, right? 
Uh, I can't say what you're thinking right now, but I know you on the panel speaking to me, right? So I know I can say he got on the panel speaking to me, but I don't I mean, know I'm what you're all you. thinking about. All right, you speaking towards me, you speaking about me, right? You speaking to the women. No, all right, I'm having well, a discussion all right. You're on the no. panel because of me, right? All right, no, that's what it is. No, no, I'm not. But my whole point, my whole point I'm making is no. I don't know what you're thinking, nigga, right now, other than what you're saying. So I can go based on what you're saying and what you're doing. So no, I go based on what black men are doing. Black men don't give a damn about the black community, nigga. You act like as you if they do. Well, well, let me ask him this. Well, Caligula, let me ask you this. Do you think that the overall collective of black men are really concerned with the black community and with black women? Uh, in I mean, well, way. and if, in I, may, if I may, if I may, mm -hmm. Sister Joyce, let's not separate black women from the black community. So when I'm listening to the question, you're saying black community and black women, are black women not the black community? Of course. Can you of have a, a black community without yeah. black women? Yeah, I, I agree. So you, you can say, okay, are black men concerned with black women? Or if you want to say, are black men concerned with the black community? Are black men? I want, I want to make sure that we understand that black women, you can't have a black community without black women. That, that's, I agree with that. It's moron. It doesn't make sense. Okay. And furthermore, yes, okay, I do because I can actually turn my camera on and I can go to Mr. Kelly house. I can go to my college and I can talk to Mr. Spencer. I can go to my job and talk to Mr. Thompson. I can go to juvenile detention centers where I've, I've attended, where there's black men that care about the, the, where we're going as a people. Yes, black men do care overwhelmingly. Now, how they express that and the extent that they'll jeopardize their own lives, that's another variable. Okay. Okay. Um, really, really interesting point. I agree. Really Some point. very good dialogue, too. I uh, want to read the super chats real quick. Uh, we got a super sticker from Chief Rocca. Thank you. Thank you for the support, Chief Rocca. Quran says no one outside of the 1% of any race is building anything. Why ninjas always got to be super ninja? Why we got to do what nobody else is doing times 10? Mm, good good point, Quran, and, and good question. Thank you. Thank you for the support. Uh, um, concrete, I have definitely lost some super chats that jumped on me. Wait, so. uh, let's see if I can find them. Hold on. Give me just a second. Oh, yeah. Okay. I got one. Oh, I got him. Okay. So Quran also says HM. What is okay. HM? HM are beneath uh, black women are beneath black men in every shape, form, and fashion. They don't build unless it's for $40 and a chalupa at Home Depot. Oh, Hispanic men. Yet they get respect. Give me the school built by them and poor whites too. Uh, I think that is an interesting point, Karan. I my, uh, my feelings on that is that uh, like somebody brought up the example of Asian men and women working side by side. Uh, we don't have an intact culture to start with. Uh, I think that that is the very basis of why there is so much dysfunction amongst us is because we don't have that intact culture. They come over here with an intact culture already um, with yeah. the, you know, traditions and ways of doing things. And, you know, they have patriarchal, um, you know, um, they have patriarchal families where there is reverence and respect for the men in the family, whereas we don't have that. So we're already, um, you know, behind the eight ball in some regards. 
Um, and then there was one from Andrew Wilkins. He says men should be concerned and guide women what to do. Guide women what and guide what women do. I'm sorry. Women completely depend on men. Everything women love comes from men. Fashion, makeup, fake hair, businesses ran by men. Without men, women have no reason to exist. Oh, Lord. Baby, um, he should change his name to God's <laughs> gift child. Damn. Listen, um, I do think that there is a codependency between men and women. I think that men need women to exist and women need men to exist. I think that it is a mutually beneficial relationship, but I do think that we cannot not acknowledge, we can't, we have to, we must acknowledge um, the benefits of, you know, um, our relationship with men and, and the role that they play in our lives. And I think that we're often remiss in doing that. So thank you. That was a strong let point. Me, let me, uh, let me Marquise 912. Love, love the, community. I went to college through 100 Black Men's of America scholarships. Thank you, Marquise. Um, that kind of aligns with aligns with Caligula's point. Um, I have to admit that I do see Black men in the community that are helping out. I mean, sure, there could be more Black men, but uh, when I'm in this space, I hear Black men speaking out against it. And, uh, you know, um, I think that that could influence some Black men would otherwise want to give back and pour into the community if they're hearing there are men who are in this space from the time that they're young um young teenagers so if they're hearing don't give back don't give back screw the community leave them to burn um that will probably persuade them in some way and they might not give back to the community uh, but i think that Personally, in my real life, I do see men that that pour into the community and that um, have, you know, a, a sense of community and, and a, you know, um, collectivism. But sister, hey, can, can I, can is, I that a re is that a reaction? The men that say, isn't that, wouldn't that be considered a reaction? The black men that don't pour in the community? No. Uh, I, I, I've I heard black a, men... I, I've I think heard black men say, let the community burn and, I, I, you know, defecate on them and pee, um, you know, they wouldn't pee on the community if it was on fire. I, I and they don't, it, I, it's I not in the reaction. They will title streams this. And, I, and can I explain what no, I'm saying about reaction? Can, 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 I, can I respond to Karan for a second before you continue? I want to respond okay, to what you said hold about on the 1%. Let's let Rude, right, um respond and yeah, then Karan will have you jump in just briefly. Yeah, because Karan, he mentioned, uh, you know, 1% of men don't know, you know, it's no more than 1% of men, other men. Who are building and why we got to be super nigger. Well, it's no different than when you are, like, say, in a game of sports, right? You down basketball, you down by 20 with like two minutes to go. All right. It's like you're going to have a sense of urgency, right? Everybody need to get on board, even though you might have one superstar in the case of the 1%. But everybody need to get on board to help this so called one superstar to get, try to get back in the game so we can play the game now, right? That's how I look at it, right? You're right. You're right. These other Arabs, these folks are running industries, Jewish men, Asians, they run in industries to where it is going to be that 1% who's running everything and everybody's benefit. We're talking about black men. What industry are we running collectively to where we can compete in the world economic uh, on an economic scale to where we can have now 1% of black men running because everybody from black people, black men and women and children, we all benefit from the shit. Uh -huh. That's the point I'm making. 
But you the just other thing is that it doesn't take the, like, it's not just the 1% who can build. It doesn't take, like, you to build a community center, like, you, first of all, there are grants in place, but it doesn't, you, you don't just have to be a part of the 1% in order to build things within your community, in order to, uh, you know, create mentoring programs. You don't even have to have a, a brick and mortar building. They, I've seen mentor mentorship programs that go to the schools to mentor. They, the schools will keep the kids after and you can come in and mentor she so was, so politely state that if uh if a group of black men have to go to a government building and ask to build a community center then you already in a position of inferiority unless you are willing to go to war you will not have power the only way to obtain power is through force. Mm -hmm. You take control of your community. You don't really understand that. I do want to go yeah. in order. Um, the next person that we did have up was Hood Servative and then Affy Kingdom. So Hood Servative, what um I'm gonna read the super chat and then okay, I'll let you know. responding to me and I ain't get a chance to respond to the response. Yeah, but you kind of jumped in when it wasn't your turn in the first I, place. No, I'm I, sorry. I, you know, we we trying to keep an order. Hold on, here. Karan. We were trying to keep the order. I was gonna let you just you know chime in briefly, but uh we'll we'll, we'll get to you because there have been people that have been waiting to speak on the panel patiently. So bear with us, please. Shout out to uh, Barclay Mentality. Um, can I get a definition of community? Are we talking about shared skin color or shared objectives? We have to be more specific with that mm. word. Um, I'm going to say that it is shared skin colors. Um, I, I would say that it's shared skin colors. Although so I, feel, I feel like it should... Huh? We letting light bright in too. Light bright down real white. <laughs> We're talking no. about like if if you're black or you know uh, Hispanic, whatever. When we say but like black, black, none of us are white. We all brown. So to well, what degree? Right. I, I okay, get so shared race instead of shared I, I feel I, I I I I say that I think that it is um skin color, but I feel personally I feel like it should be um objectives. I think that makes a better community when everybody has the same objective mm -hmm. in mind. I and, can't um, with that. and so that that's what I would want for myself um, as far as a community, people with the same ideals and goals um, or, you know, collectively on how to raise a family, how to keep a collective and keep a cohesive neighborhood and, and stuff like that. So I feel like it should be. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but okay. next, uh, let me get Hood Servative in here. Hood Servative, what you got? Conservative. Okay. Um, well, Karan, um, what, what, what are your thoughts? I, I go back to what I was saying before. Like, like he gave the basketball analogy, but like I said before, Hispanic men, first of all, the average wage for a man in this country is like $33,000. That's the average wage for a man. Mm -hmm. The average wage for a black man is $42,000. The average wage for a white man is $52,000. So the black man is earning more than the vast majority of men. But we got to be, this is the point where it gets annoying. We all got to be super niggas. I got to build the venue. 
I got to invite the guests. I got to make the old derbs. I got to hand out the refreshments. All the white nigga got to do to be good enough for a black woman to show up. All he got to do is come. I got to do everything. I think that y'all kind of put. Well, you said something. <laughs> uh, you said something that I kind of feel like it's. It. I hate when y'all say that. Um, y'all will see a certain percentage of white, uh, black, black women with white men, which you're not going to see a large percentage because, in one breath, y'all say that they're not even attracted to us. They don't want us. So that's one aspect of it. Then the second aspect of it, you say, well. All the white men are getting all the good black women. I like what the hell are y'all talking about? I didn't, I didn't say. I didn't say. Hold on, we want to allow him to finish. Go ahead. That that was never the words that came out of my mouth. I didn't say he was getting any black. I didn't. I think any black woman that a sleep with her four hundred year open enemy is not a good black woman. What no about a thing, black man right? who does the mm. same um, thing? Mm. He a mm. fucking fool. Mm. Well, we fool. see who's not SYSBM over here. Um, but, Matter I, of fact, I, I want to get hood servative in. Hood servative. Let him finish it. Gene, finish his point. Oh, I thought oh, he was. Is my mic working now? Can you hear me? Hold on, yeah, we can hear you now. Yes, your mic is working, but we want to allow Karan to finish his point. Yeah, like, and then we always act like we never had a community. We had a community. The niggas, our grandparents, and this is the problem that I always have. Black men are always held accountable. Today's black male is held accountable for what my grandfather and them did. It was my grandfather and them that marched against segregation. Once they got rid of segregation, it was my grandfather and them that could go shop at Macy's and all that shit like that. It was my grandfather and them that stopped supporting the black community. My grandfather and them that stopped supporting black businesses. And my grandmother, it was my grandmother's in them generation that fought so they could marry white men. Law versus the state of Virginia. Y'all was going to talk about black men selling out, but it's always historically been black women. <laughs> Here you go. I mean, Cleopatra was half white woman married with a white father who married a white man. I mean, like we go back thousands of years. It was it's always been black women. Apparently. So we we it's like when it gets time and when that's why when you hear niggas say don't give nothing to the community, because you could dare watch videos on YouTube of black men losing their life to protect black women. You can watch videos of black men going to tear down stores of Asians after they have disrespected black women. And then black women are act like that should never happen. Protect black women. Black men don't do nothing. Black men are just no good. When Hispanic, a part of Hispanic culture is domestic violence. It's the thing called machismo. It's a part of their culture. But that they beat bitches. I never met a Puerto Rican nigga that didn't beat bitches. That's, that's oh, a part wow. of their culture. That it's okay to beat bitches. So that's facts. Okay. Okay. But it's like it's like black men can't do nothing right. So when you get to the point, that's how that's how I gave up on school. That's how I gave up and started being a fuckboy when I was younger. If I can't do nothing right, I'm not gonna do nothing. Fuck you, man. <laughs> there is there is tons of literature, and black women need to start reading this literature. Y'all so fucking educated that proves that negative reinforcement doesn't work. You're supposed to, if you want us to exhibit better behavior, hold up good black men and tell us to be like this. Let us see black men being, good black men being rewarded. But who's rewarded in our community? Who's rewarded in our community? Future. 
who's rewarded in our community? <laughs> <laughs> you can't say, you know what? That's, Man, why would that's I want to do anything no, other than the no, future? Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm Bingo. not going to sit here and let you push that narrative. I'm not going to let you push yeah. that narrative because not only is future rewarded, um, the guy that's uh, going to school for engineering, that's a handsome black uh, guy uh, that's going to college, he's also rewarded. Um, you can't do it. Because you if you're it? telling me that future gets more pussy than um a, a yes. or alpha school, I will George. tell you you are a damn lie. And I'll tell you that you've never gone to college. You've you, you oh, never gone to college. I went to college. I, I went well, to college, but at the end of the day, if you've gone to college and you've seen, I'm in college now, college, Sister George. I'm in college no, no, now. Man, look, man, you got, got, got other people, ladies. I got other people. Hold on, hold on, other people. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, hold on, hold on. We're going to let Karan finish his point and then good, get hood. Like, are you done, Karan? Are you, have you laid out? Karan, he done, he done, man. He done, he done. Okay, so this is what we'll do. Hold on, Karan, Karan. You got 30 seconds and then we have to move on. All right, all right, all right. Sister George, 30% of black men with an education, the higher the education goes, the more likely they are to marry out of their race. Why? Because black women don't want niggas with education. They don't want educated lames. Cynthia mm. G made a fucking video about that. Y'all don't want educated niggas. Y'all want futures. You keep trying to Thank put you. black men uh, into this one so box. No, no, you gotta respond to George. You gotta respond to I wanna, I'm gonna get you caught up. You put uh, black men into this one box. If they're smart, then they have to be lame. Or like uh, a nigga, ha- if he's in college, <laughs> then he doesn't know how to pick out a pair of fucking shoes. Let's keep it a buck. Um, the guys that the law loud. So let's not put dudes into this mm, world. Man, man, they, please smart, they can't get that. no ass. That's stupid to say. We gotta, get, we gotta get hood servitive in here. So he's been waiting patiently. He had technical issues. We had to skip over him. But before doing so, I just want to quickly read this super chat from Platt. Thank you, bro. Platt for the support. He says we must continue to support black content. Love you, love you. Thank you, Platt. Appreciate you. you. All right. Hood Servative, what you got for us? All right. Happy Sunday, y'all. Love, peace, and soul, everybody on the panel. And um, you ladies are back at it, fighting the bad fight again. Oh, goodness. But here's the thing. Here's the problem. With, and nobody nobody has mentioned this yet. And, and I find it fucking it's sad that nobody mentioned this yet. Black men. Well, let me start like this. Black women over the last 40, 60 years, maybe, have been fighting and winning every battle to gain further control over the, the family and the children. And then they've been fighting to get either government placement, ec- ec- uh, educational assistance, and, and um, job assistance to now pay for their control over the family. So what I propose to you, to everyone on the panel who, who disagrees with the, the manosphere point of view, so to speak, until black men are actually in a position where collectively we feel we own our children and our children's destiny is in our hands as black men, we are not buying into this goofy shit y'all call a community. This community is a bunch of bitches mm-hmm. with kids and future bitches with kids. And a black man has no place trying to save some place that don't really want him. That That's just for starters. Now, the question I want to ask on mm-hmm. top of that is, and to Rude and Peep specifically, because you were the, the, the guest today. Yeah. Black women have made it clear they are no allies to black male interests. Wh- whatever it is that the black man considers his rightful place, you know, 
leader of the home and all that shit. Black women have been fighting against that. Why should mm -hmm. black men assist women who are not our allies? They don't no, have no, anything no one, good in store for us. So why should no, we no assist one, them? No one's telling you, bro. No one's telling you if you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. No one's telling you you must do it. I'm not. No. I'm not saying as an individual. I'm asking about the collective here. This is not about my individual choices. That's what I, I made that choice. Well, well, the whole point. The whole point is, I'm, I'm, not, I'm saying that the collective black men just don't care about the black community. I'm not telling you guys that you must give a damn about the black community. I'm just pointing out that you don't. What's the benefit of caring about it? That's no, no, that's no, 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 no. He'll serve. He'll serve. He'll serve. Understand what I'm saying? I'm just pointing out the fact that you don't. I'm not saying that you should. I'm not trying to give you a reason why you should or none of that. I'm saying but that's that the niggas problem. don't. No, no, no. That's the problem. Your reason needs to be exist. Your reason for being is everything. Okay. So what's the reason for being in this shit when it don't want you? Obviously, there's no reason for you. What I'm telling you, do you understand what I'm hey, telling you? you? I'm you. not. I'm not saying anything. Hold, on, listen, listen. I'm not saying that you niggas must, that you owe it, and you have a duty. I'm saying that you don't. You guys just don't. I, whatever reason you have, man, you are you are justified in your reason. I'm not telling no black man that you guys got to go back and mentor nobody or invest a goddamn thing in the black community. I'm just pointing out the fact that black men just don't do it. We don't. We don't have the interest of doing it. It's that simple. It's nothing really to explain or talk about. Well, I'm, I am explaining it because okay. if you can okay, like you All right. about the idea, it, it, it requires that because you're going to bash us over a situation where you're just but no fucking I'm not to bash you at all. We, why, why escape slavery just to be slaves to the bitches? Nobody. I'm not. I'm not fit to bash you. Like bashing you. I'm not gonna bash you no, at all. No, no, it's not. I I'm promise not, it's you. Not personal, bro. But when you when okay, you started your whole fucking diatribe in the beginning, your whole introductory yep. statement, it was saying that you know it's something wrong with us for being this way. Essentially, I did. I say it was something wrong with us. I didn't say anything was wrong. I'm saying I'm just pointing out the facts. I didn't say that you got a mental illness or a psychosis or for. I said that it's just simply we don't care about the black community. That we do meddle in women business when it comes down to weave. And makeup and lashes and all that kind of shit. That's all I was just stating out the facts and I gave my examples and my point of view. I did not say that you niggas are wrong or right. I ain't say shit, but I promise you. I mean, you'll go back to the beginning and to see that I say you guys are wrong. I'm persecuting you guys and you I'm crucifying you guys for not caring about black boys and black. No, I'm saying do that you, niggas don't. Do you think one side is right and one side is wrong, or you think or you just don't think either side is right or wrong? Like where do you stand on it? There is a gender divide um, here. Do you think the men are wrong? No, no, no. It, it, it is a gender divide. I agree with you. I'm I'm very indifferent on that. That's the reason why I can point. I come from a, a neutral perspective, right? All right, yeah, it is a gender divide, right? Me just calling it out. Me calling it out. I see where the problem is. The problem is simply because of black men, we don't give a fuck about the black community. It's the reason why the black community is going up in shambles. But for the fact that black men feel like they got good reason. They got good reason for why they shouldn't go back because the women didn't do them right. These children don't respect them. Okay, well, that's your reason. That's your actual reason. I have nothing to say about your reason and your examples for why you don't want to fool with the black community. So in the case with you, hood servitor, right? You saying that these women, they pretty much, uh, are they overlooking you? They disrespecting you? There's no need for you to be a slave to the bitches and all that. Well, you don't ever have to be that. You don't. You can just sit back and watch like a lot of other black men and watch this shit go up in smoke. Or whatever happens to these boys, if they come back and rob your ass later on, man. All right then. Well, it is, it is what it is, though. It's a part. It's a part. Back to the individual again. This is the problem we keep having. What's the man, twist I, here? But like, bro, this yeah, is a I, collective problem. It's not about.
You break, you breaking up too, man. Breaking up. Yeah, you're breaking up, conservative. You're in the matrix. Um, yeah. I did want to chime in just for a quick second. Um, I know that conservative said we we stay fighting the bad fight, but don't don't automatically assume our position based on the actual topic of the show. Because to be completely honest, I think black men have every right to be concerned about our business and to be in our business. I think that once they stop showing concern, once they stop complaining, then we've lost them. So as long as they're complaining, as long as they're voicing their opinions, as long as they, they're telling us what the, if they're saying what I want and what I like, that is saying, you know, that's that's um, giving an opportunity for changes and modifications to be made or for compromise to be uh, had. So I think them voicing their opinions is a damn good thing. When they stop talking, then it's too late. Exactly. You know what my problem with with the whole thing is is when you have black men that are saying that they're walking away and they're saying that we don't care about you, we're not concerned with this aspect of your life anymore, and they're talking about walking away. Um, who was that with that noise? I don't know. No, I don't know. I can't see the screen. Okay, I see. It's Julian. Julian, you, Ju Julio, you gotta go back. Um, why didn't just mute the man? Um, um I muted him. He unmuted to do the same oh. thing. So, <laughs> um, well, but, uh, Julian, I'm, I'm in order to be point. on the panel, you do have to be muted uh, while other people are talking. But go ahead, Danny. Um, my point is, if you're saying that you're walking away and that you don't care about black women, you're not concerned with what they have going on in the community. It just seems like every time there's an opportunity to take a shot, an opportunity to go in, mm. that these same men are continuously looking back. And it's like, I and, and it's it's weird to me because you're saying that you know what I don't. It's not my responsibility to take care of the right. community. It's not my responsibility to look out after your badass kids. It's not my responsibility to mentor your badass kids. It's not my responsibility to hold a door for you to be courteous to you to do any of those things for you as a black woman. And so what I'm saying is, if mm -hmm. you have that attitude and you feel that strongly about it, why do you continuously look back and you're concerned about? Um, hair weave, you're concerned about badass kids, you're concerned about the single mother rate, you're concerned about the abortion rate, you're supposed to be headed to bigger and better pastures. And so what I'm trying to figure out is, okay, if you're headed to big and better pastures, why do you keep looking back um, as a man that's not concerned? Mm, you know what, Danny? I think I that, that hold on really quickly, I'll be brief. I, I think that um you have a great point. But to me, them voicing their concern, like I, I I understand that as a man, you're in a male space, you want to put on a facade that you don't give a damn. Your words say differently. You care. You just don't want to admit that you care. In addition, there are people within the community who don't give a damn about the community and who aren't doing anything to change it. Uh, the only people that I question why you're here, why you're putting, giving your input, why you're, why you're still in Black women's business is those who have actively left the community, married outside of the community, claim they want nothing to do with the community, and they come here to berate, to sit up and laugh and, and giggle and point the finger at Black women and all that they're doing wrong with their white or non-black counterparts. I have a problem with that, but the men on these panels, half the time they're still dating black women. They're complaining about, you know, the single mother rate and the abortion rate and things that are, that we do need to address within our communities. And I call BS, I think that they're putting on a facade. I'm done. Okay. Mm. Um, Sister Joe, okay, can, can I, can I, can I, I 
Real, real quick, bro. Real quick, um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read this super chat George. real quick. Okay, go ahead, David. I'm sorry. Go ahead. The first thing you ever said that I gave a fuck about that made me listen to you again. You and it's somebody's panel a while ago, but you said black men are gonna have to be willing to leave black women alone if you expect them to change. This is an yeah. extension of that same idea. Right. So what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, leave them alone. Leave them alone without worried about them. Like leave them alone and go about your way. Like let them. It's what like, the, the same thing about the community, bro. Let the community suffer if it wants to yeah. suffer so badly. If the black women want to suffer so badly, let them suffer. But there are men who have good advice for the women and the community. If you choose that's not, not to take it, tough. But that's so not Chief even close All to right, the can I, can, can I can I speak? Hold on one second. I don't know who can I okay. is. Let me read. Let me read the super chat, and then we'll get you guys in real quick. Uh, Chief Rocka, thank you for the super chat. Uh, don't forget how infrastructure, integration, education, and most importantly, opportunities change the psyche of Black people. Look at your own family. Facts. You may know who have either made it or are in worse shape than grandma and grandpa. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for the super chat. We appreciate Now, I missed two of them. <laughs> um, one was from, oh. uh, yeah, I missed two of them. I apologize when I say stream. See if I can find them. Yeah, I am so, I'm so sorry. If you posted something after that, I know it was a $10 one and I want to say it was a $2 one. Oh, I know Demetrius uh, said he um, finished his finals. Or he passed his final, so congratulations to you, Demetrius. Sorry about that. Um, can I rock? Yeah, go ahead, Trey. No, this is Mr. Lisa. I'm sorry, can you Mr. bear Lisa. with me just one quick moment? I did find the super chats really quickly. Okay, okay. Uh, I think this was the one, was it the one from Andrew Wilkins? Men should be yes. concerned and guide what women. Um, hold on one quick second because I paused my screen, so I should um, have them here. Okay, yeah, that was the last one that we received was the one from Andrew. I didn't see another one after that because my screen was paused. Okay, sorry about that. If we miss someone, please just put, um, you know, super chat and type whatever you're saying and we'll read it. Go ahead, um, um, Mr. Research, sorry. All right, so anytime I go hard on the men, people jump down my throat, so give me a second. Um, first of all, I'm up here to defend what Rude is saying. Let's, let me be clear on that. I do understand dudes have a, a, a point of view. Let's just put it like that. But it's, not, but it's no longer a theory when you're on your 1,400,000th point of view about the same thing. It's, it's, it, and that goes to what the host said, which nobody really spoke to. They spoke around it. Sometimes, gentlemen, you guys believe that y'all speaking to a point that Rude has made or one of the ladies has made, and you're not. You one or two of you are. Let me be fair. One or two of you are, but some people are just speaking around it because it's time to make a speech. So let's talk about this real quick. Number one, why should dudes care? Because here's what happens: dudes who get caught out there being individuals, when those white groups and those Pakistani groups come against you, you know what you do? You come back to the black community group asking for help. You don't wing it on your own. You go ask Mr. Research, man, you black, you a brother, you understand. Risk your manager power to help me. Well, well bruh, didn't, didn't we say a long time ago you got to be part of the group and you can't really be speaking out of turn on, on, on everything that you feel? Yeah, man, but, but now I realize, bruh, I can't risk the black group that we got going on 
because you went out there for a bag of uh, quarters, a bag of money. You got the bag. You was doing what you was doing. Ain't, ain't nobody said nothing. You even went on panels talking against the black community. Ain't nobody said nothing. Now you got caught up in something and you want to hold up the we black sign. We black sign now. So that's the first reason why it matters. Second reason why it matters is let's be honest, because notice I ain't talking women at all. I'm talking just men. Notice your nieces and sons ain't benefiting from a lot of this independent work that y'all doing. We nowadays are not the managers, owners, and, and supervisors that we should be. Now, guess what? I am a manager. So therefore, I'm able to pull cats in. I've said many a times on my channel, I pulled 12 dudes into my industry before COVID. Most of the people who come on uh, 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 George and, and Rose panel ain't helped no other black male but themselves. Yet, they come over here, they say, black women should be doing this, black women should be doing that. That's valid. But guess what? The EEOC, gentlemen, the EEOC has been the highest for black male complaints for the past 50 years. How is that? I'm going to tell you how. Because we on these panels talking about, man, some black man somewhere in Idaho is doing it, but not enough of us are doing it. There ain't enough of us pulling our, our sons and our nephews into these positions we've been working at for three and five years. Most dudes ain't even try it. Notice he ain't even said nothing about women yet. I'm about to finish so, so, so y'all can rock. People are just sitting up here talking about, hey, I drive a tractor trailer. Okay, but you not hiring no unloaders. You not hiring no 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 uh, 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 dispatch. Uh, uh, you ain't taking that money and creating a dispatch delivery service while you do that tractor trailer thing, oh well, I work from a laptop. Okay, you a slave to 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 a to an industry that hires more immigrants than anything. When are you going to be the manager of that industry and pull some of your sons and niece and nephews in? Notice, I ain't said nothing about women. So when they, the two hosts, or even Rude, is saying these things, none of y'all are speaking toward that. You speaking around it to your favorite talking point. So now that we. We got that clear. And my, mind you, I'm not bashing you. I want you guys to speak to what they're actually saying and not create this speech about why should we do this? Don't answer a question with a question, gentlemen. Y'all all intellectual. Defeat what they're saying. Just like this point of uh, 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 Sister George. I hear what you're saying about Kappa's, but you got to understand Kappa is a brand. So therefore, okay. when a woman is looking at that brand, she's looking at a brand. Future has been broke. Since he since he sat up here and begged uh, that that one dude to uh, be his manager, so to, future has always been broke, has always been thirsty. He has no brand behind him, so that's why the guys on the panel have a better argument than yours because future doesn't have the Kappa group behind him. He doesn't have anything behind him. He's just a dude out there, thirsty to make a track just to stay alive. So that's what. The brothers was trying to say. Now, can we defeat what Rude is actually saying and 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 speak to his actual talking points rather than talk around what he's saying? Can I defeat what you're saying, Mister Research? Um, let's let me read the super chats because we do have some other people on the panel who hadn't had an opportunity to speak. Um, shout out to Donovan I Akins. He says most of the issues black men have with black men women is a result of weak leadership from black men. If black men hold ourselves accountable first, our women will follow suit. It mm -hmm. starts with us 
first. Thank you, Donna. Um, I would go as far as to say that I would say that society has held black men more accountable than society has held black women. Um, black women have mm. generally always had a crutch within society to a certain degree. Um, and so I, I can't really uh, say that I fully agree with that super chat, but I appreciate it nonetheless. But um, I think that that's a, a big thing with um, with the accountability issue between black men and black women. So that's all. Well, what we what we'll do is we have two people who have not had an opportunity to speak and we'll allow just a few minutes for like you guys who have questions or pushback for the other panelists, but we will have to keep it short. So we'll give you uh, 60 seconds to ask your questions and 60 seconds for the person to respond. But first, we want to get Agent Smith in here and get his overall commentary on the topic or anything he's heard. What's up, Agent Smith? What you got? Hey, how y'all doing? Can, hey, can hear me? I can hear you. Yo, I'm yo, sorry. Yo. Okay. Okay. Um, now I've just been been listening in. Um, you know, enjoying enjoying the uh, conversation. I think uh, to the, the the question of the of the day, what the topic is. I think yeah, on a on a certain level, um, brothers are too concerned about uh, black women's you know issues or what they have going on. Particularly in these things, I look at it as uh, trivial. I'm not all that concerned about uh, black women and weave and and um, you know this other type of stuff that I heard uh, Rue talking about. I did want to address something else I heard, you know, this this notion that uh, black women fought to sleep with white men and citing the Loving v. Virginia case, but it, the Loving v. Virginia case was, that case was brought by the white man, not the sister. His name was Loving, you know what I'm saying? So it's just, we gotta see what happens is we have these, mm -hmm. these conversations. I never knew that, thank you. But, yeah, but we did have you these marry that white man? Can I, can I finish, brother? Please, can I finish? I didn't interrupt anyone. Um, and, and, and the bottom line is that black women have never needed anything that to, to sleep with, with white men. Okay. When you're the dominant male, you have at sexual access to all the females. So any point y'all bring up is going to be mute on that topic. So mm. it's like, it's a, it's a wrap with that dominant men have, have sexual access to the women and see what's happened. Uh, white men as the dominant social group pushed black men to the brink of economic irrelevancy so they could hoard the social sexual power because, uh, female nature dictates that that uh, women um, look for security. Look for security. They seek security and shelter. And I'm just gonna bring it down to brass tacks because I heard what the brotherhood conservative said. He he talked about how black women aren't black men's allies, and you know what for black men, males' interests. But why do you think that is? The reason why it is is because the dominant society has been able to push black women in this direction and black men in that direction. The two diametrically opposed. Uh, vantage points, so the two can't um, can't come together. So let's not act like the sisters just doing that on. This is just doing that on their own. The real issue is is that black men are offering black women a shittier deal than America, than the white dominant group. So what the mm. hell you expect? That's just that's just common sense and logic. And I've been trying to explain this to them over and over again. But for some for whatever, whatever reason, we want to ignore that. Like the brother Mr. Research said, we want to we want to talk around talk around the real issues. And I'm gonna tell a quick story. And this is what made me realize I have to do better, right? So I'm doing real estate. I haven't been doing it that long. I've been doing it about about a year, right? So, um, you know, I advertise, like we buy houses, stuff like that. So I got a call one day 
And um, I was like, yeah, what's up? Who is this? And he was like, Amiri? He said my name, Amiri. And I said, yeah, what's going on, man? How can I help you? He said, well, I'm trying to, um, he said, I have, a, I, have a, I have some cash buyers. I need a property. I said, well, and I only have one property at the, at the moment. I'm flipping that one myself. And so then, you know, we was just talking. And I'm thinking I'm talking to a grown man. And then he was like, yeah, because I got the contract, but I got to get, I got to get my mama to sign it. I said, yeah, you know, he said, yeah, he said, I got to get my mama to sign it because I'm not old enough. And I said, wait, wait, how old are you? And he was like, I'm 14. And when he said that, I was like, wow. And at that moment, as a, as a black man, for the first time in my life, I'm going to be honest, for the first time in my life, I felt inadequate because I didn't have anything built to bring him in, to mentor him and, and, and show him the game so he could do what he was trying to do. And so mm. this is what happens when we as when we as men choose to to elevate petty trivial trivial things above uh, above what's necessary. On a certain level, men are not reactionary. Men are proactive. It's the same argument I made about protection versus reaction. So you want to weaponize talking points when they think it benefit them, but they don't know I'm pushing a burden to you. The burden will always go to you because men are, aren't reactionary. Men are proactive. Men aren't, aren't responders. Men are initiators. Women and children are responders, and that's and and, and that's uh you know part of the problem. So just on on the topic of the of the conversation, yeah, I think I think is it, we need to get to the business of, uh, of 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 being men. And this isn't to say that that you don't have brothers doing what they're supposed to do on a certain level, but again, with the, having a conversation about the collective and about the group. And I'll just end it there. Thank you. Thank you, Amiri. Definitely appreciate your um, commentary. Dang, you, you dropped some gems in there. Thank you. Um, thank you for joining us and contributing to the conversation. That was dope. I, I appreciated that. Uh, let me read really quick the super chat that we got from the RX-0. Uh, says, Sister George, it's true that all races of women have their issues. However, Black women have set the bar for dysfunctional behavior by far. My question to you is, when will these men finally have something to look forward to? Oh, Sister George, oh. that's for you. Um, BRX, I will say that um, men will have something to look forward to um, when they're able to get the, men, the women that they want. I can't force you to want something that you're not attracted to, that you don't really feel a connection with. Um, I don't want, I don't want, you, I don't want to force you to do that. I want you to be happy. I want you to be productive. Um, if you feel like that is outside of an Ados black woman, then you have to do what you have to do. Um, a happy man is a productive man. And when you have men that are able to produce and want to produce and then actually um, have the women that they want to be with, then that's what makes a better society. I, 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 um, it's not up to me to tell you to um, wait for the black woman to get her shit together. Um, if black women want to be with you, they're going to make uh, sure that they're doing the shit that you require to be with you. And mm. I will say, hold your standards if that's what you want to do. If you choose to hold your hold your standards, um, get with women that you will be happy with. I'm not sitting around telling you to wait on um, a baby mama is not going to stop being a baby mama, so to speak. Um, I'm not telling you to go and be a stepdad. I'm not telling you to take on the mm -hmm. um, dregs of society and, and to deal with hood rat ass women. I'm not telling you that at all. I'm saying do what you have to do. That's all I can say. 
I absolutely love that response. I know you didn't ask me, but I'm going to say something really quick. Um, I personally will never encourage Black men to go elsewhere to seek what they desire. Um, I think that there are women within the Black community who um, actually are not dysfunctional, who are uh, feminine, who are uh, fit feminine and friendly to steal um, Kevin's um, uh, uh, rhetoric. Um, I, you know, that, that that does not mean that she's not wearing weave. That does not mean that she does not have on makeup. So there may be some minor trivial things that need to be addressed. But I do think that there are women within the Black community that fit the description of a good woman. Um, I do understand that we are in the minority. I'm not going to pretend like that does, that, you know, that that's not a, a truth that we have to deal with. Um, but I do agree that if the women that you are coming across and or encountering do not fit your standards, Standard, then you should not uh, at all, um, you know, um, you should not at all uh, accept someone who does not fit into your, you know, your standard or your your value system at all whatsoever. So uh, thank you. Thank you for the super chat. We got one from Leo Anthony as well. He says, I agree that black men need to step their game, finance, step up their game financially and on the economic pole. But even that alone won't fix black black issues. It's a culture problem. Mm, I, mm. I agree with that. I think it's a little bit deeper. Thank you, Leo Anthony. Definitely appreciate you. Uh, we got to get Roguish Son in here and get his comments on the overall topic. Uh, what are your thoughts? Can't hear you. Roguish Son, he's there? still on mute. Um, well, he's on mute, so we'll just have to come back around to him. Okay. Um, so what we'll do is we're going to allow, uh, give me just one second, Caligula. We'll allow a few minutes for questions. I do need you guys to just keep it brief. So you don't necessarily have to provide like the background, just ask, you know, your question, or if you want to give pushback to a point that was made, you can do that. Keep it 60 seconds or less. And we are asking that the response to your question will be 60 seconds or less, and then we'll move on to the next person. Caligula, we can start with you. I'm, I'm going to take a friendly shot at you, Mr. Research. It's nothing oh, personal. Yeah. You have so every right, and I, I don't like to use the word right. You have every rationale to have whatever form of life you choose. Um, I'm not above you or below you. But I hear you talk a lot about player culture, fucking hoes, and having having a mouthpiece and all that. And my questions, my question to you is what type of healthy community or what type of healthy environment is that creating? Because I see a lot of older black men in the community that's still thinking with their lower head. And these are the same men in one breath want to talk about how to fuck a hoe and how many women they've laid down and fuck with. Then they want to tell me, they want to hold me to a moral standard about being a husband or, or fatherhood. The two cannot coincide. Okay. Also, being economically competitive, what I recognize with a lot of black men is they don't want to pay people for uh, services. And that's an ongoing issue within the black community is the black men don't pay well. And I got homeboys that or OGs that made a lot of money they pay, but the people that work for them have a lot of complaints. Unless you can well, offer more bene better benefits, uh, better proficiency in whatever trade or, or whatever field you're in, if you can't e economically compete with those white men and provide something better, 
economically, it would be stupid for me to work for a black man when I can get more working for a white man. So who's the question to Caligula? I got the I, I, I got uh, the he, he don't he don't he don't know. Caligula, who was your question to? It was to Mr. Research. Oh, I'm sorry, I missed that. Part. And okay, I think Mr. Research was well aware of that. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay I, 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 missed, I missed it. I didn't know who you were talking to. Go ahead, Mr. Research. We'll allow you very, an opportunity to respond. Quick. Very quick. So one and one thing you're absolutely right. Uh, we as dudes, uh, we do not financially do what we're supposed to. The dudes who are older than me got too much talk about what's supposed to happen and not enough action. So on that point, you're right. On the other point uh, regarding the uh, why should you have to do the marriage thing, nobody should tell you that. Once again, many a times, those these older dudes who still under this philosophy and Caligula, you got to understand, grandpa is the reason why things are just screwed up. Grandpa is the one who uh, put his son in a headlock and said, you need to make sure this uh, 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 your sister and your mom are taken care of because you're number four in the family. So uh, on that, I agree with you, too. No other no other family does that. Uh, Grandpa is the reason why a lot of this crap is fucked, is screwed up. The, the the last thing, though, in regards to those people who elevate or or what have you, uh, I just got hired for the for the uh, national government, so I'm gonna be working for the national government in June. Once again, I, ain't, I don't got no college degree. I came from a dope game. I, I did all that. The only difference is when you say I talk to pimp game and all this, I speak warrior talk. I don't I don't really care if a dude is six foot nine. I don't care if the white man is my enemy. I outthink these idiots. So therefore, when you hear me talk about social things like women, I put what I do on the square with anybody and don't care if I lose and don't care if I walk past the baddest chick. My style of Kung Fu is different from a lot of other dudes. If you hang out with me, Mr. Research is going to be who Mr. Research said he was. A lot of these other dudes, they are just opportunists to get your money. May I politely interrupt you? I'm saying Caligula, we have to come back around to it because we're running out of time. So I want to make sure that everyone has a chance, an opportunity to ask. I think you're letting him evade from the premise of the statement. I'm not letting him interrupt. If we have time, Caligula, we'll come back and you can repose the question to him. Just give me just a moment to check to see if anyone else has questions. And rule, don't talk to me that way. Let me read the super chat we got from Chief Rocca who says negative person oh negative personal decision making is what's wrong with the community as well. Thank you. Thank you, Chief Rocca for that. Now, is there anyone else on the panel that has a question or some pushback for someone else? I got a question. Uh, go ahead, Karan. I got a question for uh, Concrete Rose and Agent Smith. It's the same question. Um, basically, Agent Smith said that the uh, the white man or aka the government is offering black women a, a better deal and concrete a role uh sister george spoke about the cappers and shit okay so i want to i want to say just state a couple facts to go with my question um why do we continuously not why do we continuously lie to not hold black women accountable when there's so many facts first fact when they gave welfare to black women and then they black men started getting jobs, the government itself did a report. I forgot the name of the report. I don't know it offhand. And they were shocked that welfare rates were still More going up here. as what black was... men were doing better financially. Welfare rates were still going up. So okay. how are they getting a better deal if black men were doing better financially? Secondly, hold on, brother. 
It's a proven fact that more money that a white man makes, the more race loyal he is. Black women are not getting the top white men. Mm. They are fucking Chad mm. at Kroger's mm. thinking okay, that they're doing better than fucking a black man. Then Sister George, again, with the lies that not hold black women accountable. Most of the black brothers that are doing well financially, that are financially and fiscally responsible, have problems getting black women. Cynthia G uh, made a video about educated lanes. Like we okay, keep we have lying, to allow time teachers. for everybody to respond. Let me let Mary in and I'm going to pass on my opportunity to respond. Then I'll let Danny respond to your last question if you want. Go ahead, Amiri. Uh, all right. Uh, he said something. He mentioned something about that. They were shocked that welfare rates were going up while, at the same time while black men were making more money. All that shows is uh, is that 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 means that black men weren't taking the money necessarily back back to the home. You know, this this pimp player 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 culture. You, like this is like you see this all the time with a lot of this. This you see this a lot of times when you see this whole thing about the more money you make now you now a man can exercise his options and everything from from what black men talk about. You believe your woman is the least desirable. So I'm not shocked by, by that statistic at all because I know what's really going on. A lot of this shit is self-hatred. See what I'm saying? See, because what it is, check this out. When they talk about femininity and all of that, if you go back and you look through history, femininity has always been tied to lighter skin. So there's a colorism component to it too. You see? And so what happens, mm-hmm. you know, you believe you believe your woman, is, is she's not a status symbol. Look, he, he, he talked about... Um, you know, this whole thing about race loyalty, but we know ever since the end of, now he said, the brother mentioned, said that black women was marching to sleep with white men, but ever since interracial, interracial, uh, the anti-miscegenation laws ended in this country, black men date out, date, date out more than black women. Now what they'll try and say is, oh, that's because black women are the, are, are the least desirable. But what it really is, is because it's racism and it's racism and colorism. You see the same thing in the, in the pornography industry. You see the same thing in the entertainment industry. Here it is. They'll, they, like brothers will talk about a gynocracy in their talking points. But tell me how, how many black female lead actresses you have in Hollywood that command a $20 million payday. Are you saying name black them. men are racist to black women? Name them. No, what I'm, 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 no, 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 what we're talking about is sexism. We're talking about sexism. That's what we're talking about when we're talking about this thing where you don't necessarily see your woman as the as as the most beautiful or most feminine. See, because colorism predates racism. It predates racism. So, and this is and this is what the whole colorism component conveyed. The darker skin, the more you were able to, the more you were able to, you had to you had to work out in the weather. It it conveys weather beaten. It can it conveys working, which is inherently more masculine. And and black women have always been out there working in the American society. Lighter skin and, and whiter skin and paler skin has always been tied more to femininity because what it means, it means you're sheltered and protected. You're in the Whoa. house. You ain't gotta go out there in the sun. So hold a lot on, of, one second, hood conservative. Hold on, conservative. I want to let Amiri finish land the plane, and then I'll book. give you an opportunity to um, pose a question to him. Uh, go ahead, Amiri, because so, so, Danny so, also wants to answer a question. So a lot. Uh, so a lot of this predates predates uh, racism, Anglo-American racism. It, 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 it it's uh it's it's colorism. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So this whole thing where where the women just going after welfare. Listen, if 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 sisters put you out the home for welfare, you you got to tell me where you went. Where did you go? Where did these black men go? Did they just vanish in the thin air? 
okay? And then aside from that, if the sisters took welfare and, and they didn't feel like they didn't need you, why was that? It's because this, the welfare offers more security and stability than you. But we know why. I'm not blaming brothers, but we know why. The reason why is because you were pushed out of the labor market with the 1935 Bacon Davis Act, which instituted a minimum wage, which prevented black, which uh, curtailed black men's ability to um, undercut the white laborer and because of white labor unions. But they'll totally ignore all of that and just go right to, 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 to black women and not necessarily being a uh, race lawyer. If you want a woman's loyalty, you give her security, period. I agree with everything Amiri said. Thank you. Thank you. Danny, did you want to answer Karan's we question and then we could take one or two more? Yeah. Um, well, Karan, um, if I said that society holds black men more accountable than they hold black women, and I really didn't understand what you were disagreeing with. Um, if you take uh, the system of like being put in jail, um, black men do get a higher sentence for the same crime than women do. And yeah, I think that's actually across um, all races that women get um, lesser time. Um, when you talk about child support, excuse me, child support and custody laws, um, it's factual that women are most likely to get custody of their kids. Um, the system is going to be more in favor of women than it is for men. So that's why I say um, that the system does hold tend to hold men more accountable. If a man doesn't pay his child support, um, they'll usually jail that man. Um, but if a woman doesn't pay um, or is uh, not able to provide for her children, um, they'll actually provide help for her more so than throw her in jail. So that's what I mean by the system holds men accountable more so than women. Sister George, who and women who fought for that? System. Uh, one one George, second, guys. What what we're gonna do is we'll take one or two more before we do final comments. Um, who conservative? Did you have one? And if so, depending upon yes, how, yes, how quick we can get through this, we might R do one more. Okay, so if you Real could just quick. keep your question to 60 seconds and pose it to whoever, and then if they can keep their response to 60 seconds. Well, well I'm, I'm going to respond, I guess, to Mary first off. Like, how do we ignore the fact that women have agency and you cannot hold black men accountable to some kind of false notion of a black collective when black female agency works against the idea of black collective, but you're going to still dangle that carrot in front of black men. And, and then beat them over the head with a stick if they choose not to play this stupid game. Black women backed out on the deal first. You can't hold black men to that um, that a deal no more. It just don't work. And then also, also, when it comes to fighting for black male um, power and, and dominance and all that, Sister George, thank you for being honest. Black women have fought to have leverage over you with the things that matter most, your children and your money. They'll take your children and take your money. And when you have to fight for those things, you're not fighting a white man. You're fighting that black woman who may be empowered by the white man, but she chose to fight you. All right. She chose to turn her back on you. That's her decision making against you individually and collectively. Speak to that, my brothers. How okay, let me ask you. Let me, so let me wait, ask who is your question to? Is it to Amiri? <sighs> Oh, you responded well, to yeah, Amiri? Yeah, that okay. was, he said he was Amiri, he said he you responding to me. Response to 60 seconds, so we could try to get one more in. Okay, and okay. I'm, I'm just going to lay out something right quick because you never hear about this, right? Um, back during uh, the 1800s, you know, it, it, when we were coming into the new the new age, right? Um, you know, women were were restricted from going into 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 these professions. Black men were too, but what happened? They would create these medical institutes, right? And so. What, what, what happened in one particular case, I have the book, I just can't recall it right now, 
But what happened in one particular case, black men went and formed this this institute with, with white men, right? Because they're like, this is going to be patriarchy, it's going to be white men. So what happened, they started letting white women in, but then when black women wanted to come in, they wouldn't let them. The same black men. So see, see so what, and I'm not trying to say this is what black men do. What I'm saying is you can't cherry pick. You can't cherry pick something that you feel like uh, just advances your position because you said black women walked away from the, from the deal first and all this other stuff. And what he's really citing is the family court laws and all of that stuff. But uh, those laws was going to happen anyway. Like they, 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 like they didn't go to the table and say, well, you know what? We're going to pass domestic violence laws. We're going to we're going to pass these feminist laws because black women have really had it bad. That was a that was a, a, a in group fighting amongst white men and white women. And so what happens when there is intergroup conflict amongst whites, black people are served as the collateral damage. So in your community, it becomes hyperized. So when well, America has the cold, oh, don't cut me off. When America has the cold, black society has the flu. But it's still emanating from the from the larger dominant society. And they didn't do that because black women was at the behest of black women. They was going to do that anyway. If there's okay, no accountability so. for women, then the only thing that matters is what men want. Because you can't hold them accountable anyway, so fuck what they want. Only thing that matters is what men want and what men have to say, because apparently, according to these men, you can never really hold them accountable. And Mary just said, well, those laws were going to happen anyway. Okay, so, so she was going to she what, was going to take the deal anyway, too, right? Listen, what you, I'm going to okay, do, hold, 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 hold on, guys, hold on, guys, hold on, one second, right, one second, okay. one second. Um, you guys will be able to address whatever you want to in final closing comments, but I have to just ask one really quickly, is there anyone who has not not had an opportunity to pose a question or give offer pushback to any points that they've heard that would like to. And Rue, I see you coming off. And as our guest, we are going to give the floor to you before we move into final comments. Oh, no, I wanted to get to the final comment on my part. Right, I want to thank you ladies for allowing me to come up here to speak. Oh, okay. And Bro, I appreciate you. supposed to wait to the end before you leave. I mean, he might have. No, 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 no. I can, I can wait. I just wanted to make sure everybody okay. else get theirs in. If we, I don't okay, really have nothing to we're going to start the process now. So we'll, we'll uh, oh. go ahead and get final comments <laughs> in, and then we'll allow you to give your final comments. Oh, we're going to start with somebody we haven't heard from in a minute. Sean, you are the only person who have like, like, you know, sitting on mute, just waiting your turn anxiously. And I get it because this is a passionate discussion and I'm actually enjoying it because some good information is coming out of it. Sean, uh, what are your final comments on the topic. Um, as, as far as my final comments, I just first want to say, as always, great panel, a lively discussion, great debate. It's gotten to the point where Sundays and Wednesdays are my favorite days of the week because that's the day you guys Aww. do the show. <laughs> no, yes. I really did. Thank you, Sean. You feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Thank you. We appreciate the I love. Know. <laughs> um, now, uh, as far as the topic uh are black men and black women's business too much? I just want to say um, I don't think we're in their business enough because as black men, we are expected to protect black women and for lack of a better word, be guard dogs, you know, and protect black women. So I feel like, you know, we have to know why we're protecting black women. So that's just my opinion. Um, also, do black men care about the community? That was a topic that was kind of thrown around. We absolutely do care about the community, uh, but I just think that there's philosophical differences as to how uh, we can better the community and what needs to be done to better the community. And um, a quick little stat that I want to throw out there, as of um, 2020, there are 2,095 billionaires worldwide. I'm going to say that again. As of 2020, there are 2,095 billionaires worldwide. 
You know how many of them are black? 12. Only 12 of them are black. Seven of them live here in the United States. And the reason why I want to point that out is because I think that um, when we speak of, uh, you know, black men need to do more to build up the community, uh, people don't realize the wealth gap that exists and what us black men are working uh, against as far as accumulating wealth to build up the community. So I think that's something that needs to be um, kept in mind. And um, I'll just say this lastly, root in peace, since um, you obviously don't like to do research, uh, because you were one of the ones that wanted to point out that black men aren't uh, doing enough to build up the community. I'm going to point something out to you. There's an organization called 100 Black Men of America, Inc. It's an organization that, uh, oh, has, girl. that, that has charters in uh, cities nationwide. These black men are in the trenches, on the pavement, building up the communities and providing no. internships for black men and black women. So do yourself a favor, Google it. And you'll see that black men are in the organizations. They do yeah, more I, I will. Than they do for boys. I've been to three I, 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 organizations. Hold on, guys. We want to allow him to finish his final comments. Uh, go ahead, and, Sean. And um, yeah, I just want to point that out. So that's my final thought. Thank you guys so much. Great panel. See y'all Wednesday. I will do, Thank Sean. You, Sean. Appreciate you. Uh, next, we're going to allow Karan and then Caligula to give your final comments. Um. I feel like a lot is said, and I feel like if, like, if I'm supposed to protect black women, I I, I get to say I don't feel like I, I agree with Concrete Rose that if the, they, black women should be more concerned when we stop talking about it, when we stop caring, and then I you hear a lot about black men building. I I just want to throw something out. Um, there are forty black owned banks, but well, there were forty black owned banks in this country. Two of them actually merged together to become a larger bank, so it's probably 39 banks now. Do all these niggas that talk all this on black men ain't building shit, do any of them have one bank account in any of these banks? Just one bank account. Mm -hmm. Then name me 40 Hispanic-owned banks. Name me 40 Asian-owned banks. Name me 40 Jewish-owned banks. There aren't. There are 40 black-owned banks in this fucking country, and niggas talk a lot of shit. Mm -hmm. There are they are owned by black men who have built those banks. But my man's is African. He's Nigerian. And actually the highest earning male in this country is actually the Nigerian black man. And we was talking one day and we was talking about being black and why he doesn't consider himself black. And he says simply because black women hate black men. So I tell him I'm African. <laughs> and he was like, he told me the really shit. He said, y'all are never going to be able to grow and progress. I said, why? He said, because your women hate you and they will not work with you. Everything that y'all try to do, a black woman is going to try to tear down. And he said, we will never grow and progress like that. Nigerian men were able to reach the top of this country as the earners because their women come here and their women work with them. Through poverty, through all of that. Thank Fresh you. off the boat. Their women work with them. Their women are there breathing life into them when they coming home, not stressing mm -hmm. them the fuck out. This nigga got to work four jobs and drive Uber to take care of his family, and then they make it somewhere. Man, they ain't on a scam, man. Come on, man. Don't leave yeah. that part out. Yeah. Right? I mean, not Go only ahead, scam, you know, mm -hmm. right? That's another stereotype. I have not so only, much to say about this, this, but I'm going to wait to my final comments. Go ahead, Corey. Go we, 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 we need to really address this 
and it's just black women's turn. That, that's it. It's just black women's turn. They got a hold like that. Thank you, Karan. Appreciate you. Next, we're going to have Caligula offer uh, his final comments. What are your thoughts on the topic or discussion or anything that you want to say in closing? I'm just going to go off the things I heard that I didn't get a chance to respond to. Uh, I hate formalities, but uh, thank you for allowing me on your panel. Great discussion. I see more parties in positive reinforcement and support for getting out of prison than I do for people, for young black men who graduate from college or start their own business and, and successful at it. Pimp, player, um, the, the Mac ideology, chopping holes, um, having a black book of how many holes you fuck is black men's part in the destruction of stable homes, which create single motherhood, which also leads to the fact that I wanted to stay to you, Sister George, and uh, concrete roles that white men control the system that black women benefit from, which causes European Americans, aka white men, and the government to get into black men's business, i.e., his bank account, child support, or state sponsored marriage. Um, I also recognize a lot, and this is a critique when y'all on the ropes, you try to go to the next speaker, you cut the person off so that they can't establish their point. To Amiri, money cannot solve all your problems. When it, when it boils down to it, black men are going to have to take things by violent force. Nobody wants to talk about that. Power is only conceded by force. And when people, i.e. Uh, women, say, build what I may build, you may not want. You may not even need. So to discredit what another man has built, it's basically you arguing against your own argument. Thank you. Thank Back, you. Thank Democrat, you for your Democrat. contribution to the uh, discussion. Um, I think that you came with some very sound points, and we appreciate you partaking in this discussion. So thank you. Um, I see Mr. Z, who has not had an opportunity to speak at all, let alone uh, or has not given final comments and has not had an opportunity to speak at all. So I am going to go to him next, and then we'll have Hoodservative and then uh, Agent Smith. Mr. Z, are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, can you hear me? Mr. Z, all right. Uh, over to, oh yeah, we can hear you now, go ahead. Okay, so um, yes, um, so there have been a family after you make a meal. Um, can you guys hear me still? Your your sound is going in and out. Yeah, it is. Oh, wow. Okay. Give me a second. I'll pause up for a second. Okay. So we'll have Hood Servative and then we'll come back to you, Mr. Z. Um, all right. Hood Servative, hey, what can, are your can, final can, can I say thank you to you ladies for what you just like? Y'all just sent me something on the cash app. I appreciate that. I don't know if oh. I'm supposed to. Can you guys hear me now? If, if, if that's okay. just Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. So yeah, I'll just run can. through I'm it. Sorry, Hood Servative, my bad. Saying? Oh, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. No, I, I was saying I was thanking both of you ladies because I, I received a cash out from oh, the break. Oh. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank, so you, thank, thank you. Glad you received it. Okay, mm -hmm. Mr. Z, and then Hoodservative. All right. Um, shout out to Hoodservative. Spoke to that brother before. Okay. First, eight percent of Americans are worth a mill, and that's not even liquid, right? That's all your assets and everything together. 
this idea <laughs> that you gotta wait until you make a mill, and I don't know if the brother was being facetious, I don't know how serious he was being, but you know, I, I like to remind um, um, black people in America that you're only 50 years out of Jim Crow. I don't know where we get off with a lot of this Milton Freeman ass way of thinking about the world when it comes to finance and wealth um, and building and entrepreneurship, which is by the way, at a 40 year low across America, not just for black people, um, I want us to pay attention to the environment before we, we come out here um, borderline advocating for some weird type of low-key eugenics. I know that's not what you think you're doing, but you're doing it. Um, so, you know, and I know I'm rambling because I'm trying to hit off points. Um, you know, it, Black people are in a very interesting position, right? We compare ourselves to these other groups who do not have white society's foot on their neck the way we do, but yet we subtract that part and we're just like, why are we not like them? And I don't know how many Asians and Arabs and Persians and Latinos y'all know, but they're not as great as y'all think they are. Um, you know, there's a book called A Myth of White Womanhood. I don't want us to have the myth of white society, right? These people are not doing as great as you think they are. Once again, entrepreneurship is at a 40 year low. I said in the comments earlier, that was me, black in effect. I was the one that said um, 70% of white mothers work. It's actually a little bit more than that. Um, and the reason why I brought that up was to say, how is it that they have a lower divorce rate than us and a higher marriage rate than us when 70% of their women work? If we're supposed to believe in this idea that you have to put your woman in the best lap of luxury for her to be loyal to you, then how do we explain these other groups and their divorce rates, right? Um, that's number one. Number two, um, or number three maybe, half of Americans make 33-ish or less, right? The reason why that matters is because when we speak, oftentimes black people speak like we're these uber wealthy people or like we got reparations and then we blew the money on stupid shit. That's not the case, right? Half of Americans make 33 or less. One third of Americans make 20 or less. Only one third of Americans make 50 or more. You gotta take these things into account when you're talking about your relationships, right? One of the reasons for divorce is finance. Infidelity and finance are the two number two reasons for divorce in America, right? That speaks to one of the, one why we're not getting married as Americans, two why we're getting divorced, right? Twenty six percent of poor Americans are married, thirty nine percent of middle class Americans, fifty six percent of upper middle class and higher. That's according to the American Enterprise Institute. Um, shout out to Roger, Roger Report, brother. No, I spit these numbers out all the time. It gives me a good idea of what's going on in the country so I don't come out here sounding insane when I talk about my fellow black people. So I don't low-key advocate for eugenics. So I don't low-key pester and annoy and badger us for things that are very American, not just black, right? And what I would say to a lot of um, brothers when they, when they talk about like this money thing being the thing that keeps your woman in check, then y'all gotta explain to me one of the things I like to throw, throw a monkey wrench in some of y'all ideas, you gotta explain to me why 54% of American-born Asian women are married to non-Asian non men, primarily white men. If what y'all saying when it comes to this money thing and keeping your woman in check and loyalty and community, if that's true, then explain that. And that's not a black community, right? Those are two non-black communities. The most common interracial marriage in America is between white men and Asian women. Why does that matter? And that matters because Asian men make more per capita than anybody else in the country, right? But yet their women are still over there. 
all of this thing you got to put in the context when you talk about the black community and where we find ourselves in this society in 20, 2021, right? Instead of coming out here, talking crazy about black men, talking crazy about black women, not knowing the information, just going off of what you saw in your hood when you was growing up, it's good to have a good idea of what's going on around the planet, around the developing world, around the country, and definitely specifically in the black community. It keeps you from sound, from using respectability as a gateway drug into some anti-black shit. And when I hear brothers and sisters talk, oftentimes they sound very anti-black under the guise of constructive criticism. And the reason why y'all sound like that is because you think that tough love shit means something. It don't. You're just hiding all of your frustrations and your anger at other black people behind constructive criticism and weird ass form of respectability, right? And I'll, and I'll end with that. That's my closing statement. Just be careful how y'all take in what you saw growing up because oftentimes that wasn't the full picture and it lacks context. And I'll end with that. Wow. Well, damn, uh, thank you so much. <laughs> mic drop, mic drop. Uh -huh. Appreciated everything that you offered. Uh, I wish you would have joined the conversation uh, sooner. Thank you. Definitely appreciate you. Make sure that you're not a stranger and that you come back and dialogue with us in the future because I enjoyed what you had to say. Yeah. Um, that's not the only reason. <laughs> Even those with dissenting opinions, we like them to come back and dialogue with us. But I did enjoy your perspective. Uh, Hoodservative, what are your final thoughts? Um, good show, good show once again, ladies. And, and yes, yes, I stand on what I said. I do believe you are fighting the bad fight, but that's just my personal opinion. I respect the game. It's all good. That being said, though, I got to tell you, um, um, ooh, I'm just going to be that guy. Every fucking ethnic group that you consider in competition or out competing black America, even other black people from different parts of the world are harder on their women than black American men. And the success oh. speaks for itself. That is the fucking secret sauce, my nigga. Be harder on the women. Like, like that was the one thing pimps got it right. You got to keep your foot on her neck, apparently, because she won't produce any other way. If she had it up to her, she would just fuck it all up and then blame you for the results. So, so that being said, don't feel any shame for taking the stance that you take don't feel any sympathy don't feel any need to come back to the fucking team that didn't want you in the first place I, in fact you should go harder how about this how about this let's try this black women won't even vote for black male interests so let's raise black male interest to the black females who actually get in the office since they so much for the team since they care so much for the community why don't you make them put some skin in the game listen do you think child support is oppressing? Do you think family court is oppressing black men since we fight in oppression and we've been fighting oppression all this time? Community, well, there's some oppression right there. How about you help stop oppressing your black man by the government that you black women have sworn your allegiance to? Like, like how about play that game? Because black women will let you chase your tail with this community shit and this, this fucking love game. You know, if you love the community, you'll do these things. If you're a good black man, you'll do these things. All of that shit will fuck you over in the long run. So play hardball and don't be fucking shamed about it. Feel no guilt and don't apologize ever again. I'm out of here, y'all. Thank you, conservative. <laughs> Definitely appreciate you as always. You come in here and lay it down. Your points are always concise and I enjoy your commentary as well. Next, we're going to have Agent Smith give us his final thoughts. All right. Um, yeah, well, I, it was a good show. Um, I appreciate y'all, you know, the, the different perspectives. And you, you guys are always very uh, judicious in how you, uh, you know, uh, uh, a lot of time and, and people to get their views across. 
Um, I, I did. I did want to mention a couple of things. I heard the brother say whether well, the Nigerian said we would never get ahead because out of black women. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I start my I started my business. When I'm doing business with it's the sisters who who are really down to help me get to where I got to go. Dealing with another brother, he's the one that's on some bullshit, trying to cut corners, want something for nothing. So I'm saying on it on on this kind man, kind artist hustling bullshit. So I disagree with that. Um, you know, you got to find women you can work with. And meanwhile, while he's saying that, he's on a panel with black women. He's on a black women's channel saying that. That's how asinine that sounded. Um, to the brother, Mr. Z, when he was talking about loyalty and all this. Listen, I didn't say, I never said money. I said security. I didn't say money. I said security. So if you want a woman's loyalty, you give her security. I never mentioned money. When he said something about uh, the a white men and Asian women, they get they 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 date out more like they have the they're together the most in terms of interracial dating. But that's not that that's sexism, because white men are seen as the as the most masculine, and Asian men are seen as the most feminine amongst women. Women and Asian women are seen as and Asian women are seen as the most feminine amongst women. So that's why you see that dynamic playing out because they believe white men are more masculine than their own men. So when you see them doing that, guess what you see them going for? You see them going for security. See? So that's a, that's a sexism component. I never said anything about um about money. And unless we and I talked about talked about this before, you have to begin to shift the culture. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like 30 or 40 years of the social programming that niggas ain't shit and that uh bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks hasn't uh, blinded our eyes from seeing value in one another. A lot of what you have going on is self-hatred. These are nothing but different manifestations of uh, of self-hatred. Ultimately, these things are socioeconomic. And what you have are you have a lot of individuals who posture themselves as gurus, who posture themselves as these aficionados of the topics that they're talking about without necessarily having uh, the information, number one, or the heart or empathy, number two. And that's part of the problem, because the only reason why, why you see these people going up here and being these uh, modern day step and fetch it is because they're doing it for money. So even that's socioeconomic. If you want to talk about cooning and all these different things, it's socioeconomics. So I agree with much of what the brother Z was, the brother Z was saying, Mr. Z, I think his name was, was saying these things are larger macro socioeconomic factors this thing where we want to put the dysfunctionality of the community but i understand that it's functioning the way it was supposed to function because this is how it was designed this is how it was designed it's the reason why you know you see the sisters going for their own their own uh interest and issues because this is what happens when you're a marginalized group See, and what it is is brothers want to act like only they're marginalized, but sisters aren't. But I, but I, just looking at it, I understand both of you are marginalized. And, and because both of you are marginalized, neither one of you can necessarily put security in one another. Mm. See, and that's the real issue. They're playing both ends against the middle, but we want to totally ignore that. You have an entire sector of brothers who want to totally ignore that and just focus on something else that that's ultimately a non-issue and a non-sequitur because it's merely a manifestation of, of the real dynamic. It's only a symptom. It's not the problem. I'll end it with that. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Amiri. Definitely appreciate your perspective. I absolutely, I think this is your second time coming through, but you always provide a pretty balanced perspective and I'm appreciative of that. So thank you for joining and adding to the conversation. 
Um, then we got uh, Mr. Research will allow you to give us your final comments before we get to our uh, guests of the hour. Uh, Mr. Research, what are your thoughts? So years ago, C. Rose came on my show. We had a one-on-one -on -one conversation and she asked me a question. I told her nothing's going to change because black males have fallen in love with this porno version of talking about women. Talking about women has now turned into a hate form that gets dudes off better than having sex. Dudes come through all around the country to get on the internet, to join with other dudes so they can talk about women. Meanwhile, their own sons and nephews get nothing from them. Dudes right now are the same dudes they complaining about from years ago. I know some of you guys are like, yeah, Mr. Research, arrogant. Yeah, I, I carry a big samurai sword. I give them out of hell. I don't care about women like that. I really don't. I love women, but I will walk past the prettiest chick and think nothing about it. And if Rude is sitting up there, Mr. Research, you just passed a man. I'm, I'm stabbing these guts. I will care less. We got too many dudes who care too much. They care so much that they got to make constant comment. But meanwhile, they are white, Latin, Pakistani counterparts are becoming their managers and supervisor and saying, Leroy, you didn't get here on time. I'm docking your pay. Man, this ain't right. But you spent all this time on the internet doing your real love, talking about these human beings. It, it, it's to the point where it don't even make sense no more. And I told uh, C. Rose that years ago, I said, it's not going to change because and even though on this show, they don't like to give me credit for it. The people that started the Manosphere was Minister Jap, Angry Man, Alpha Male Wisdom, which is me, and uh, O'Shea. And, and, and on the side, Black Ram was out there, but he hadn't joined yet. The reason we four knew what all this was about, and we had internal conversations that, hey, it may turn rocky. Angry Man felt how he felt. Things happen how they happen. And now even he's lost control of it. Why? Because dudes have fallen in love with talking greasy about chicks. But, but guess what? There's a solution. 15 years from now, we ain't going to be having these conversations because the 12 year olds right now can care less about black issues. The 15 year olds don't care about black issues. And when they become 30, guess what? We ain't going to leave them no infrastructure. All the jobs we got right now, we ain't going to pull them into. We ain't going to do none of that because we got evidence. Back in the 80s, we had more black people in jobs than we got now. Back in the 90s, we had more black people in jobs than we got now. But you know what we done settled for? Well, the white man let me work a contract for him. The white man uh, 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 let me do a, a, a little something for him, so I'm happy. Oh, you happy until the new four years comes where the Pakistanis take all those jobs. Oh, no, they can't do that, Mr. Research. OK, when it happens, then you'll come back to the black community crying, talking about, I can't believe this happened to me. Here's my last point. I'm going to end. Sister George kept saying the system, the system, the government, the government. I think Sister George just has a suggestion. It might be real good for us to say where the real name of all this is. The Ronald Reagan laws. When Ronald Reagan passed these 1985 laws, that's mm -hmm. what all these black men are complaining about. Yet. They're not even educated enough to know that it's Ronald Reagan. And mm. even when I bring it up to white men, because I don't to just talk in black spaces, I take this arrogant shit over to other, uh, other ethnicities. 
white men bow down and nod their head because they like, yeah, I don't, I don't like Reagan either. He went against the family. He created the Welfare uh, of 1985-86 Act. He created no-fault divorce. Everything they complained about. But you know what the first thing they said, Sister George? The system, the government. No, say Ronald Reagan. Act like you have researched this shit and make the white people mad that you know it's Ronald Reagan. That's my final thought. Thank you, guys. Uh, and like I said, sometimes I sound arrogant, but I'm really trying to help the community because, look, I'm doing well and I'm not supposed to be. I'm supposed to be in, in a blood, a pool of blood somewhere in, in, in Oakland, but I'm not. And the reason I'm not is because I learned this shit that we as black men live in a fantasy, a fantasy. I want to I want to make this chick scream. And that's the only power I want. While Mr. Research gets his high off going into that boardroom, sitting down with my polo shirt and going over these figures and numbers with the white man or the Pakistani man across from me. That's my high. And more black men need to do that. Thank you so much, Mr. Research, for your contribution. We don't get to rock with you too often, but I appreciate you coming through and uh, joining in. Uh, next, uh, we will have final thoughts from Rude, and we want to thank you so much for taking time out of your day to uh, chop it up with us as it relates to this topic, knowing that you're in the manosphere and that your opinions are can be dissenting, so you're going to get the smoke. So we right, appreciate you, and we're extremely thankful for you um, joining us. I appreciate you ladies for letting me come on, man, to talk my little shit. Hey, right? I thank you. We gotta do it again. Do it again one day. Right. Yeah, I enjoy this. It's a, I, I, I think we should have had you a long time ago, but I'm you know better late <laughs> than ever. I'm glad you came through. Facts, 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 facts. But look, what I want to say is right to the to the black men, right? The guys who was up on the panel and just black men collectively, right? I'll be quick. Uh, what do black men really want? Like, what do they really want? Because when I'm hearing, I'm hearing this gorilla pimp, this pimp hand strong type, you know, even from a, a lane, even from a square guy, right? Like normally it was the Pookie and Ray Ray and, you know, black men had a problem with black women giving vagina to the Pookie and Ray Ray, right? But it seemed like these same guys, they wanted access to the same vagina, but they wasn't going to do anything different, right? With these same women, but try to do the same thing Pookie and Ray Ray was allowed to get away with. That's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing with a lot of these black men is like, bro, you let Pookie and Ray Ray do that? Why can't you let me do it? I'm more qualified than him, right? You're not going to shame black women for their decisions. You're not going to put them in a state of regret, like as if you threaten to leave a community or you just want to sit back and watch it burn because black women didn't want to take your advice or take heed to what you had to say. You understand me? Women are not caring about that. As a matter of fact, if you want to look at it from a logical perspective, right, do you believe that women have actually waited long enough to see what the hell a black man gonna do, or, or what black men gonna do as a collective? I feel like black women haven't waited long enough, long enough, right, to turn this shit around. And especially in today's time, and a lot of guys don't want to turn this shit around. They actually want to be uh conform and pretty much be comfortable and actually uh, uh, uh being uh, up under the white man. Pretty much, uh, you, you're accepting breadcrumbs from the white man, right? You don't want to really become powerful so you can compete with this white man. Like you're too afraid to do so, right? So you shaming women. You shaming women for doing what they're doing naturally, right? Yes, women are making money to where now they can fool with any guy that they really want to fool with. So the women I'm seeing, they talking to guys who they are actually attracted to, not guys who, who they have to put up with because he got the money and she, she's caring about what society is going to say about her being with a quote-unquote Pookie and Ray Ray or some kind of thug or some street nigga or whatever it may be. And that's not even always the case. 
What it is with black men, I'm gonna wrap it up. What it is with black men is you have to have that charisma, that charm, right? That's what women really want. A lot of you guys are socially awkward. This is the reason why you hear the complaints because men who are really good with women don't talk the way Hood Servative is talking about, right? Listen to what Hood Servative is saying, man. He wanna slap the shit out of women, wanna abuse women. And a lot of these niggas in the chat room, a lot of these guys who are in the manosphere, they wanna have that ability to be able to beat the hell out of a woman and she don't say shit. That's what submission really means to a lot of these guys. It's not you submitting to my plan because I have a hell of a plan and my I got the blueprint and therefore you go along with my flow. It's pretty much a man saying, I want to be able to put hands on your ass if you ever get out of line. And for men, to, these black mm -hmm. men to act like that's not the case, that's why I can't have a conversation with a lot of these guys because I know what you're trying to say, but do you want the world to hear what you have to say? So this is the reason why, so, so since you can't uh, or put it in the words, now it comes out as frustration to where it's like you're going to blame, blame women. You're blaming the women, and it should make you look very weak for the reason why you don't see me engaging in this gender war shit because it makes you look weak after a while. And yes, I started off with the Manosphere three years ago. I'm not a part of that shit, man, because I realized that it's, the shit has changed and it's not what I want to be uh, known for being a part of, right? You got guys in their 30s and 40s and 50s who are proud Manosphere members and they see the rhetoric, they hear the rhetoric, right? They see the type of shit that these guys do and they okay with it because it's supposed to be this online brotherhood and these niggas ain't never belonged to nothing else in their life. But I just want you ladies to understand that part, right? When you're hearing these guys, I know a lot of women don't really get too mad. Y'all might have y'all opinion, but understand that this shit is coming from a place of pain. Guys can't get what they want and they feel like women are not helping them get what they want and it's not for, to the, for the greater good. Like I said, the community, these niggas don't want to be a part of the community. They don't. They want to move on. They want to be able to have a scapegoat. And yes, the black woman is the easiest scapegoat, man. That's just my opinion. All right? And that's it, man. I thank you, ladies. You guys take it easy. Y'all have a good day, all right? Thank you again, right. Rude. Definitely appreciated you coming through and, Definitely. you know, dialogue and chopping it up with us. This will not be the last time that you do. Oh, uh, this most was definitely. extremely enjoyable, and we appreciate you, bro. Oh, okay. Appreciate yeah. you. All right. Y'all take it easy. Take it easy, all right? Thank you so much, Rue, for coming through. That was dope. Um, this has been a really, yeah. really good conversation. Really good conversation. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have enjoyed it. The people who came up on the panel and laid out their points, like that was um, some, uh, is what made the conversation so solid to me, like why I'm walking away smiling, because we had some people that were extremely articulate, well-read, who were able to um, properly articulate their points and even with passion. And I enjoyed it. And it uh, gave me several different perspectives to consider. Um, I wanted to just um, first off, thank everyone who joined the panel. All of y'all were so dope. I wanted to just address a few things. Number one, Caligula's um, saying that I was going to cut him off. Uh, I, I do. I am a proponent for allowing people to uh, finish their complete thoughts. I will, you know, say, you know, for Quran, like, okay, we'll allow him a few seconds to wrap it up because um, we are uh, a team who does not do like the eight hour panels. In addition, if we have a guest on our show, we want to be respectful of their time. So we don't, we have a finite amount of time to allow everyone the opportunity to speak. So if we're cutting you off, it's not to be rude. It's not to disrespect you. Um, and when I did jump in with Caligula, it was because we allowed 60 seconds for 
uh, everyone to ask their questions and he I allowed him 120. So even after that, he kind of wanted to engage in the dialogue. So at some point we do have to step in and say, okay, we got to go on to the next person, but it's not to be dismissive of anything you say. We are appreciative of you taking time out to come and join us. And I just wanted to simply address that and let him know it was nothing personal. Um, we just wanted to be respectful of our guests' time and in and, and our own, because we also have things to do outside of this show as much as we love y'all. Uh, in addition to that, um, I also wanted to just quickly say one little thing, small announcement. If you're leaving, if you don't like what's being said here, you are free to go. There is no fucking need to announce your departure. We, we don't need to know that you're oh. leaving, that you're unsubscribing. You have every right to do that, but we don't care. Uh, nothing, we're not going to change our rhetoric, our dialogue, uh, the dynamic mm -hmm. of our show because you don't like what's being said. This is our show. We're appreciative of everybody who comes and rock with us. This is an open space where we let y'all pretty much say what y'all want to within reason. But if you don't like what's being said, how the show is being run, bye-bye. You don't have to announce it. That's annoying. Like, and it is really unnecessary. And it's really an attention-seeking behavior that gets underneath my skin. But um, aside from that, uh, Mr. Research said something interesting. He said, I don't care about women like that. And I thought that that was interesting because men of means, competent men, men who understand their worth and their value, I don't see them getting caught up in what women do like that. It's okay to have your opinion. Of course, if you're in a, in a conversation with somebody and they ask you, what do you think about black women wearing weave? And you give your opinion. That's one thing. But the men that I know that are in those positions, they don't obsess over it. They don't talk about it nonsense. Uh, they really don't care because they know that they know their worth and they understand that that's something I'm not going to tolerate. That's a standard that I have set for myself. And as a result, I don't have to dwell on it because I don't even see women who don't fit my standard. Um, I wanted to throw that out there. And lastly, the gentleman who brought up Nigerians. Oh, Karan, uh, Nigerians are not the highest earning uh, in any demographic, they're the highest earning black people or melanated people. As far as Nigerian women, it's funny that the person that you spoke to talked about how Nigerian women support their mates. I've heard the exact opposite, that Nigerian women are akin to African-American women, that of the African women, they're the closest, they closely behave like African-American women, that they are very headstrong and very assertive. Um, in addition, I think that Nigerian, the guy you said he differentiates between being black and Nigerian, he does that because it benefits him. Nigerians, not Nigerians, Africans are looked at as more docile and more submissive. They will be given a job before your black tail will be. So it's no wonder that he does that. Um, that's essentially all that I wanted to address as it related to what everybody added. But again, this was a dope, dope, dope conversations. We had some heavy hitters on here who who laid some solid points and I'm appreciative of all of y'all joining the panel. Thank you to everybody who super chatted us. Definitely appreciate y'all. We just got another one from Martez Wigglesworth. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you, bro. And thank you to the chat for keeping it live and keeping it jumping. And uh, yeah, that's all. Oh, and thank you to everybody who cash apped us too. That's all I got. Um, well, uh, concrete, you went for Keisha. That's what's up. <laughs> Listen, oh. she will come out. It's your cousin, Hi. you know her. <laughs> uh, well, it, you know it is what it is. But um, shout out to everybody who came it's through. Um, it's it's always a good, you know. I love Sundays and Wednesdays as well. So I think that um, 
Yeah, I think that it, it, it's been a really good day. It was a really good show. Um, so shout out to everybody who came through. Um, if you have not hit the like button, hit the like button and subscribe. Um, every Sunday and Wednesday, we come in with some heat. So you, you, if you're not subscribed, you're going to end up missing out. And then you're going to have to catch the replay. And, you know, the replay is not as good as the live show. So, you know, just come back because... We're going to keep it lit over here. Um, but shout out to Rude Imp as well. Um, like I said, it's been a long time coming. So um, that it's been a good day. Um, hope you guys have a great rest of your weekend or start of your week. And we will see you back on Wednesday with another dope ass topic. We're out.